106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Let's get this straight. It's not me who's changed. It's the left, who is now made up of a small contingent who've gone mental and a large contingent who refused to call them out for it. But I will. That's why I'm a hero at Fox these days. When normal people read that San Francisco has basically legalized shoplifting, they think Democrats have gone nuts. They think, you know, that Ted Cruz, Cruz guy seems like a real stiff. But at least he believes in the concept of shopping with money. <laughs> It's not, it's not my fault that the party of FDR and JFK is turning into the party of LOL and WTF. If you're a Republican in California, you better keep that to yourself. Woo-wee! They hate Republicans. They don't hate anything more than Republicans in California. Republicans, they're not even real people. They're like these mythical creatures that hide in the bushes. Now snatch up your kids and force them to get a job. How come we're not allowed to question the legitimacy of the 2020 election? I mean, for four years during Trump, we heard on mainstream news, collusion, Russia, Russia, collusion. And then when we questioned the 2020 election, you get we got immediately shut down, like labeled as terrorists and video scrubbed from the Internet. And you can't even say the word stolen election without having a possible content violation. Is it because they want us to all unite under Biden and not so discord? Of course we're not going to unite under him. Or is it because there's really compelling evidence for a stolen election and they don't want the sheep to see it? I want to wish you and your family a happy Christmas. Excuse me. No. Fourth of June. Come on. Wait. Easter Bunny. Look. We did it. Right, we get, we went in there. Let me tell you a secret. On the fourth, he, George Washington, he chased the snakes away. He did that. He did that from the city with the. He died for your sins. Look, no joke. Come on, my mother, father, from Scranton, and he grows the economy. Come on, man, don't do this. Don't do. Come on, happy fourth of whatever. It's it's the thing. The goal of the transition closet is for our students to be able to wear the clothes that their parents approve of, come to school, and then swap out into the clothes that fit who they truly are. And so this gives our trans students the opportunity to be the superheroes that we know they are. Oh my gosh, this is grooming behavior. I'm sorry it is. I'm not saying that this person is a child predator, but this is predatory behavior. Anytime you have someone trying to keep secrets with a child from their parents, that's a red flag. That's like child safety 101 is that you never ask a child, uh, a child that is not your own child to keep secrets with you from their parents. This is evil, this is wicked, and please, for the love of God, take your kids out of public school. So we don't never fight crime in black neighborhoods. No, I would love to see Batman in a black neighborhood. I can see him there, he just... Robin. Yes, Batman. <laughs> Didn't we park the car right here, man? 
you today. This is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio, and this is a podcast that uh, is a once a week, shows up on Saturday. This one will be the 170th podcast, and it will arrive on July 2nd, 2022, early in the morning, and if you want to listen to that, or you can go over and listen to a live show at KMYC 1410 AM, if you're around this area, which is in Northern California, Yuba Sutter counties. We do a Live with Lou show from, uh, let's see, is it 10 to 1, 10 in the morning to 1, left coast time. And if you want to listen to that, you can go to the, uh, a a, uh, Facebook, not not a Facebook page, but a uh, page we dispatch off of, live365.com. Live365.com, click on radio, click on KMYC, or put in KMYC, and you should be able to listen to us live feed through there. Or you could go to KMYC Facebook site. I think the same thing is happening over there now. But if this is this is about the podcast today, there are two different programs. Uh, the Live with Lou show, it comes up on the same day that this does. It just comes live. This is recorded. So we're working a couple of days ahead of time. And uh, we're out here in North Northern California. It's hot time of year out here. We had a couple of days of uh, respite. It was cool last night, but it's starting to heat up again. And that's just the way it is out here. If you want to live in California in the North um, Central Valley, it gets up over 100 a few times a summer and stays around the 90s a lot. So you just got to get used to it. Some people say, well, it's good. It's dry heat. Yeah, it's good. It's better. <laughs> some of these people have moved out of here and fled California for some of these other states down south are having their first summer of humidity. So if you haven't got used to it, you can get used to it. People live full-time over in the uh, Southeast Asia. It's plenty humid over there. So welcome. We're happy you're listening. It, again, this is... Uh, Number 170, if you want to go back and find this somewhere, you could catch it at the uh, on a website called nohostagesradio.com, or you could go to your favorite podcast source and you can you can grab it there. Uh, there's also some uh, articles on, on that site at No Hostages Radio, or we're actually posting them at Live with Lou again. And if you go over there and, and uh, say you like that page and want to follow that page, then it'll automatically notify you when new things are going to be posted over there at Live with Lou. So we post the podcast over there. We also post the, uh, the some of the articles and things I think are important to pay attention to. So you can stay in touch if you wish. Otherwise, if you want to stay underground and just dip in once in a while, happy, happy to have you. And uh, we appreciate you. And if you want to reach me, you can dial me up at text me or dial me up at 530-713-1838. Or you can uh, email me at lou, L-O-U, at nohostagesradio.com. That should be pretty simple. I I am interested in your comments. I'm not fishing for, you know, I'm not insecure about the show. 
Uh, I'm into making it better. Uh, if you have some ideas or you have some offerings of clips or things throughout the week that you come across and you think, oh, th- I bet Lou would be interested in this. Uh, or if you want to uh, inform me about something you think I need help on, send it over. I'm always interested in some help. So I want to mention right away that we have a couple things. Uh, I have a new friend that, that wants me to uh, do some advertising for him, and he's a uh, Marine, a veteran Marine that is now back in the civilian sector. He's been back for a number of years after serving overseas, and uh, he's done a lot of different jobs, uh, but... Uh, over the last few years, he's been in the ex- excavator and backhoe service up here in Northern California. His name's Israel Garcia, and he calls his excavator and backhoe service Billy's Excavator and Backhoe Service. And uh, so he he's been thinking about moving to Texas, and he's got one leg down there in Texas and got a big rig down there that he drives. But... Uh, but he's been settling in kind of in California right now. So he's been doing, life has been getting busy here for him. And he said, oh, I think I'll advertise and, and, uh, and get, get going here. So uh, I want to mention him to you. He does uh, fire breaks. Uh, he lives in Loma Rica area, so he's right here in Yuba County. And he does fire breaks, ponds, septic systems, footings, ditches, roads, coverts, and uh, culverts and uh, risers. So... Um, you can reach him really easy and uh, text him or phone him at 530-300-6010, 530-300-6010. That's uh, Little Billy's backhoe service and ex- excavator service. And uh, he's easy to get a hold of, and he'll do a great job for you. And when you call, you'll get the man. He didn't have a, a secretarial service. It's just uh, true American entrepreneurs. Uh, small businesses it's what makes america great and so give him a shout out when you reach over there to him and when you inquire about his business um give him a shout out for me tell him i heard about you from lou because we're friends we had coffee together a few times and i know his family so give him a shout give him a try also i wanted to mention um let's see i haven't uh, let me get over to the right page on my phone window, the right window, if I can find it here. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. So I wanted to mention uh, about, uh, they sent it to me on my phone, an advertisement for a group that we've been promoting. It's called the Republican Women of Sutter and Yuba County, or Sutter Yuba Republican Women, proper way to say it. And they have been meeting and working for conservative causes for decades. And there is some new leadership, and uh, they wanted to, uh, they're adding some new uh, vision and some new energy to Yuba Sutter or Sutter Yuba Republican women. And so this summer, they're doing some, a variety of things. They just had a, uh, an outdoor event uh, this, this uh, past month uh, in June. And now they're doing another event downtown Marysville because it's Sutter Yuba. They did one meeting over in Sutter. Now they're coming over to Yuba County, and they're going to the Brick. Uh, if you're familiar with the Brick, it it is a coffee house, and they also serve food there. But they're using the Brick at night on the 21st of July. You can kind of rent the place out or use the place. And uh, it's right on D Street in Marysville, right in the middle of Marysville, 316D. And... Um, 
there's going to be, they say, fun, food, drinks, prizes, and more. They have ulterior motives. The motive is is to return to a constitutional republic, have conservative values in Yuba and Sutter counties because they're, they're a bi-county operation, and they want to recruit new members. So uh, they, got, they got the hook out, and they got bait on the hook. It's called fun, food, drinks, and prizes. That's the bait. The hook is to make you a patriot or to, if you're a patriot, to solicit your involvement and to become a member of the Sutter Yuba Republican Women. I think it's $35 a year. And uh, they meet monthly, and they, they're meeting a variety of places. Usually they meet for lunch, but this summer they're doing, some, a variety, they're doing a variety of events. So you can jump onto this, and uh, they, they're, they're not going to be uh, – secretive or shy about their reasons they're wanting to recruit you so if you're a guy you can join and they're certainly looking for the ladies and they they want uh they want ladies of all ages but they certainly want to focus on the younger generations because uh they want to work together with them to launch because all of us are getting older so we're lo- we're looking for a new generation of young people of, of uh, conservative young people and uh, so come. So the way you connect with this, there's a website, SYRepublicanWomen.com, SYRepublicanWomen, that stands for Sutter Yuba Republican Women.com, or you can call 530-632-6195, 530-632-6195, and uh, to, uh, to get over there. So... Um, all right, I think that's it. So let's move on. Thank you for, for listening. I wanted to uh, read a few things here to finish out the first segment. We're going to do six segments of 20 minutes apiece of talk and then some clips in between. I love there's some memes that I like to pick up every week that mean something to me and uh, say it the way I, I think it. And so sometimes people say it better than I can think it. So it says, you know, folks, I never cared that you were gay until you started shoving it down my throat. And I never cared what color you were until you started blaming me for your problems. And I never cared what political affiliation you were until you started condemning me for mine. I really never even cared where you were born until you wanted to erase my history and blame my ancestors for your problems. You know, I never even cared if your beliefs were different than mine until you said my beliefs were wrong. But now I care. My patience and tolerance are gone and I am not alone in feeling like this. There are millions of us that feel the same. So uh, I just thought I'd leave that with you. I think many people are thinking that way. Uh, I want to mention uh, just I'm not going to spend any time or much time on the January 6th uh, hearings, which are a fraud. They're, they're actually a Hollywood production. Never in the history of the country have we have uh, – one side uh, where you call witnesses and they're all witnesses that promote your their, your point of view and you never hear the opposition, you know, get to cross-examine. This is totally a sham, totally a fraud. This is true communism. People, if you ever wonder what communism is, this is it. They just show you uh, the lie and they never show you the truth. So um, Chris Ann Hall, who uh, I have a feed from onto my Facebook page, I support Chris Ann Hall financially, proud to do it. Um, in fact, she just had a 30-minute talk about the recent Supreme Court ruling. You're thinking I'm, I'm talking about the abortion ruling. No, I'm not talking about that. It's Virginia against the EPA. But, uh, but Chris Ann said, uh, 
Liz, Liz Cheney, who is the, one of the senators from the state of Wyoming, and says Liz Cheney is asking Democrats to switch parties to vote for her. The reason she's having to do that is because she's really a Democrat in sheep in in, in uh, she's a wolf in sheep's clothing. She's a Democrat in Republican clothing. So uh, she's realizing that a very small percentage of Republicans want her anymore. Uh, she was anti-Trump. She supports supported his impeachment. She's not a lib- she's not a, a true conservative. So uh, she's Chris Ann Hall just basically says uh, Chris Ann Hall, if you're new to her, is a constitutional attorney. She teaches all over the United States, probably 200 plus times a year. She also has a daily blog, a daily um, audio show on Facebook. Uh, she's easy to connect to. You can go to libertyfirst.com. Anyway, she said, number one, why doesn't Liz Cheney just switch parties to accurately reflect her true ideology? Why doesn't she just switch parties and run against the a Democratic opponent, right? And then run against the Republican, right? Hagerman, I think, is her name, running for Senate. <clears throat> number two, uh, Chris Ann says, the bigger question is, why does the Republican Party allow her to remain a member of their club when she clearly is a mole for the competitor? Does you ever wonder these things? Uh, she goes on to say, I will never understand why the Republican Party, a private club, continues to allow people to carry their name that do not accurately re- represent what they say they believe. Not what they believe, but what they say they believe, because they don't act like they say. They don't walk the talk. They have the right and authority to kick her out. Could it be, Chris Ann questions, could it be? that the Republican Party actually wants people like Liz in their club because she more accurately represents what they believe than what they say they believe. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when our true goal is only to deceive. That's Chris Ann Hall. Um, so, okay, let's move on. Uh, I, I saw this interesting graphic that was sent by Students for Life Action, and it's a... Uh, a photograph or a graphic of the United States, all the states. And it says states that protect babies in a post row America. And I, I was surprised. And so it has it color coded. So blue equals no protection. Red equals life protected at heartbeat and yellow. Life is protected basically flat out. So, of course, you end up on the West Coast or left coast, Washington, Oregon, Nevada, California, solid, no protection, right? And then you have a few states right in the middle. You have Montana, uh, you have Montana, no protection in Montana. Can you imagine? You thought protection, right? They got a left-leaning group up there. Then you got Colorado, New Mexico, Kansas, and Nebraska right in the meat of the country, center, that's no protection. All the way around them is protection. Idaho, Utah, Arizona, Wyoming, South Dakota, North, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Texas, all protection. Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, Wyoming, uh, not Wyoming, but West Virginia, all protection. And uh, that's that's full protection. And then up at Wisconsin and, and uh, so... 
then you have the the surprise to me here was Florida is is no protection. I was shocked. So we'll see what happens down there uh, with uh, a conservative governor. And they have Republican leadership down there, but they show it as a full no protection. So you go to North Carolina, Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Uh, no, no protection. So just I thought it was interesting to just see it in, in one shot like that, as opposed to a list where you see it. I like color coded things. Another thing, micro, uh, the dirty jobs micro, I really enjoy him. He, he is, without being an elected official, is a voice for America. He has a, he has a real message for America. And he says, we're churning out a generation of poorly educated people with no skills, no ambition, no guidance, and no realistic expectations of what it means to go to work. That's purposeful, people. You think, oh, wow, we're just missing it. Like, how did we fall off the wagon? How did we get off track? How did this? It was all very purposeful because people that have, that are poorly educated, no skill, no ambition, no guidance, and no, no expectations of what it means to go to work will be taken over and it will be a communist government. That's happened over and over and over again in third world countries like Vietnam, Cuba, Laos, uh, Cambodia, on and on and on, all the way around the world. Some have reverted back out of communism like Cambodia. But uh, it, there's a reason why people uh, are taken over. They're not smart. They're kept ignorant. They could be smart. I'm not saying they're, they don't have the DNA. They just aren't smart because they haven't been taught properly or they've been lied to. And that's what's going on. It's been going on for many, many, many years, not throughout the United States, but in public education, government education. People have been what they call dumbed down. And uh, Mike Rowe talks about it all the time. I, I have young people that come and I say, do not go to college. If you can survive high school, great, but do not go to college unless you want to be like a doctor or an engineer where you need those particular certificates. But there are even better colleges that are uh, pro-America, make America great, right? Uh, other than these colleges that hate America and want to, want to be a communist country. So um, there's been some amazing uh, decisions at the Supreme Court. Most people are thinking about Roe versus Wade being... Uh, eliminated or what they call overturned Roe versus Wade should have never been decided. It should have always been left to the States to sort out whether they want to allow the abort uh, babies to be aborted. The federal government is not coming after uh, women. Uh, they're just simply saying the constitution has nothing in it about abortion and should have never uh, delved into that area. And they just straightened out a travesty the same way that the uh, Supreme court straightened out a travesty when they, changed the ruling of uh, the Dred Scott decision, which I talked about last week, and you can study it with ease on the internet. Uh, there's a lot of material about the Dred Scott decision and Roe versus Wade. If you really want to look at it, if you just look at it, that you want people to be able to kill babies, you're never going to really understand the constitutionality of such things. So uh, I want to read you, uh, this is another decision. Uh, you know, it's a, a lot of things are done that that aren't in line with our constitution, but, but life doesn't stop when decisions are made against our constitution and laws are made against our constitution. What happens is those laws go into force. And unless somebody challenges them and takes it up to the Supreme court, 
they're not automatically overturned. Now, the Constitution actually says that we have no obligation as citizens of this country to follow a law. By the way, I, I, I like the example of that, that even in the military, you're, you're to follow orders, but they need to be lawful orders. That's the key. The key word is lawful. And we are under no obligation to follow laws that are unconstitutional. Will you be arrested or fined if you do still, if you do that, you might be. And I'm going to talk about more about that in just a moment. Be right back. protesting, I mean, screaming and crying, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. But this is all about states' rights. Our country was founded on that principle, that the federal government wasn't going to infringe on the rights of the state to decide what their laws are going to be in their own state. So, for example, if you live in a blue state, California right now is about to pass a law where they're going to allow infanticide up until 28 days after birth. That's pretty sick, but with the principle of states' rights, they are allowed to do that. Unfortunately, those of us that live in red states and want our state to be more restrictive on abortions because many of us are pro-life, we've had our rights taken away. Our tax money are having to pay for the abortions of other women so that they can kill their babies. We just want our rights back to decide what's happening in our own state. So if you live in a blue state, rest assured your abortions will be fine if you guys want to kill your baby. Abortion was legal before Roe v. Wade. It's just now that states get to decide how and when. The Democratic Party's coalition is exploding at the moment. Joe Biden's support among Hispanics is the lowest among any ethnic group in the United States. Who saw that coming? And the effects of it are demonstrable. So just the other day, a special election took place in the Rio Grande Valley in Texas. Meyer Flores, a Republican, flipped a congressional seat that Democrats have held for over a century. It's really an amazing story. She joins us for her first interview since being sworn in as a member of Congress. Congressman Flores, I really appreciate your coming on. Thank you so Thank much. You Congratulations so much. on your win. It's, it's amazing. What does it mean exactly? How did you do this? It would have been unimaginable 10 <laughs> years ago. Honestly, I just focus on the issues that really matter to my district. And, yes. you know, we're all about faith, family, and hard work. That's exactly who we are. And so, yeah, but I mean, it was an overwhelmingly Democratic <laughs> district. So, yeah, but, you know, we didn't have the funding before. We didn't have the funding before to get the message across our district. And now we do have the funding and the support from the Republican Party. But prior to 2020, we did not have that support. We were yes. all alone. You know, the Democrat Party took us for granted, and we also did not have the support from the Republican Party. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a fact. Yeah, nobody thought it was possible. No, I, I think that, I think possible. that in, in Washington... So <laughs> faith, family, hard work. 
Yes, that's who we are. That's who we've always been. You know, people tell me, Myra, why are you Republican? Weren't you born in Mexico? Well, because I was born in Mexico is that I am Republican, because I was raised with strong conservative values, and I'm not willing to put them aside for a political party. And I'm not loyal to a party. I'm loyal to God. I'm loyal to my family. I'm loyal to my community. And I tell the people in South Texas, who are you loyal to? Are you loyal to God, or are you loyal to the Democrat Party? And they tell me, no, I'm loyal to God. Okay, well, let's stop being loyal to a party who's done nothing for us for over 100 years. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say I'm loyal to God now that you're in Washington. Are you going to keep saying that? Absolutely. My loyalty is to God and, and my family. Yes, absolutely. God first, all the way. That's why I won, because of him, because I live in prayer every single day. <laughs> I, just, I just love this. Oh, I love it. Good luck yes. in Washington. I hope you enjoy it. I, they're, Thank they're you gonna, so much. They're going to make you try and stop saying that, but I hope you'll continue. Myra Flores. Absolutely not. Oh, man. You think Biden's policies are hurting America? Like, what are you, mentally competent or something? Let me dumb it down for you to help you understand Biden's eight most misunderstood policies that are actually helping the country. Like, number one, inflation. Most people mistakenly believe a good way to fight inflation is to stop causing it. But the Biden administration knows the best way to fight inflation is to keep printing money. That way inflation's protected from ever dropping. In border security, the best way to have a secure border is to eliminate security at the border. Biden understands that an open border is a secure border, just like the best way to lock the front door of your house is to keep it open. And then you have racial unity, and nobody symbolizes racial unity like Biden. His policy on creating racial unity is to divide people based on race because a divided people are a united people. And injecting critical race theory into every educational program helps with this. And Mr. Biden, a very racially diverse white man himself, telling black and Hispanic people what they're supposed to think is another key for creating racial unity. Then you have fuel costs. They're going way up, but that's completely inconsequential on people who don't own a car. Plus, Biden lifted tariffs on solar panels, which is super sweet and should help a lot. And if you still don't like it, then the Biden administration wants you to know that if you can't afford $8 a gallon for gas, then you should just buy a $50,000 electric car. And because we learned math is racist, we really have no way of knowing if $8 is more or less than $50,000. So it's pretty clear and straightforward that fuel costs are completely under control. And you have his policy on free speech. Now, freedom of speech is fundamental to having a democracy. So freedom of speech must be protected and strengthened at all costs. That's why Biden heavily supports censorship. It protects freedom of speech from being used by citizens. Then you have his policy on leadership. I mean, Biden is a prototypical example of great leadership because everyone knows a great leader takes the responsibility upon himself to always blame someone else for what he did, especially if their name's Putin or Trump. Then you look at his education policies. Biden makes it possible for today's youth to have a brighter future by ensuring they get a great education. 
And how does he do that? By withholding school lunch programs to coerce schools into teaching children misinformation about gender so they can have the education necessary to succeed at being groomed at an earlier age. I mean, starving children to feed pedophiles is at the heart of Biden's progressive education policies. I love his gun control policies. I mean, you probably already know that the Second Amendment exists to allow citizens to protect themselves against a tyrannical government. But what you might have failed to understand is that good gun control policy involves being a tyrannical government who takes the guns from the population so they cannot protect themselves from the tyrannical government, which the tyrannical government does for the protection of the citizens. And that's it, his policies fully explained. <laughs> I assume this clarifies how Biden's policies actually work to create a better country full of people who hate their country. So you might be you might be fined. You might be arrested for uh, violating a law in your city, county, state uh, that happens to be unconstitutional. But they the the officers are going to enforce that law. And it's not up to them to pick and choose. They enforce the law. And then you're going to have to fight your way through the government system to uh, to get that law overturned. If you feel it's it's uh, contrary to the Constitution. And you think, oh, well, I don't want to do that. I'll just I'm just going to obey laws that are unconstitutional. Well, lots of people have done that. You're with them, a lot of people. And that's why we're in the predicament we are. And so when people like the state of Virginia or others or like this gentleman, Joseph Kennedy, he prayed during an athletic event. He's a coach. And uh, the the uh, the people that he worked for, the student of uh, the school district, Bremerton School District, they they disciplined him. and he got into a fight with him and he took it to the Supreme Court. And because he believed that his free exercise and free speech uh, was were inhibited, were limited, were eliminated, uh, his First Amendment rights were not protected uh, by during this event. So let me. So when when they decided this, Justice Gorsuch, which was the first uh, judge that uh, President Trump appointed to the Supreme Court once he got into office, Gorsuch wrote the uh, opinion, and he said Joseph Kennedy lost his job at a high school uh, as a football coach because he knelt at midfield after games. In other words, that was a routine of his. It sounds like after games to offer a quiet prayer of thanks. Mr. Kennedy prayed during a period when school employees were free to speak with a friend, call for a reservation at a restaurant, check email, or attend to other personal matters. He offered his prayers quietly while his students were otherwise occupied. Still, the Bremerton School District disciplined him anyway. It did so because it thought anything less could lead a reasonable observer to conclude mistakenly that it endorsed Mr. Kennedy's religious beliefs. 
That reason, reasoning was misguided. Both the free exercise and free speech causes of the First Amendment protect ex- expressions like Mr. Kennedy's. Nor does a proper understanding of the amendment's establishment cause require the government to single out private religious speech for special disfavor. The Constitution and the best of our traditions counsel mutual respect and tolerance, not censorship and suppression for religious and non-religious views alike. Okay, so that uh, that was so we got this Roe versus Wade, <coughs> Wade decision. <clears throat> and now we have this Joseph Kennedy decision, which is now going to allow coaches. And this happens every year. Coaches get jerked around because they prayed. They lose their job. They they get disciplined somehow. Something's done to them. And so this gen- the only reason that we have rights like this protected is because Joseph Kennedy was willing to fight the fight, raise the money, pay the attorneys, and fight the fight all the way to the Supreme Court. Now, that's been true ever since the start of this country. People were willing to fight for their rights. The first ones fought against England, right? They fought against England, and it didn't go well for a lot of years. They fought for years, right? And uh, people fought for years against slavery. The Dred Scott decision, people fought for years. William Wilberforce, who was a, a parliamentarian in um, England fought for 25 years. You can read his book. It's an amazing book. William Wilberforce for 25 years. He fought to stop slavery, not in America, but to stop slavery in Britain, the, the transportation of slaves and international slave trade. He fought for 25 years and it was right before he died that they overturned slavery, stopped slavery. Listen, if you want to make a difference, if you want things to be like they were when you were a kid, if you're like my age, you're going to have to stand up and throw down. And you're going to have to be able to weather the storm. The same thing I've been saying for a long time, I am not going to get a concealed weapon permit. I am not going to register my guns with the government. Now, you saw this last week in California. It looks like the, the AG, the attorney general, after the Supreme Court said... You can't ask people all kinds of special questions about why they need to conceal weapons if you're going to give out permits. You can't say, well, I don't think you deserve one. You can't do that. That's what the Supreme Court said. Why? Because the, the, the Constitution gives us a, a right to have guns. It doesn't say we need to have a reason. It just said we have a right to have them, and it shall not be impinged right, or infringed. So, so here's the deal. So right after that, the attorney general of California leaks all this data on all the people that have had guns registered in their name and concealed weapon permit. What is that data? That's your name. That's your address. That may be your social security number. That's your phone number, right? Now, when, when people say, oh, well, you know, you can trust the government. This is, this is totally secure, right? Totally confidential, Right. Nobody can look into this. You know, they lied to me when they they tried to uh, get a restraining order. Yuba County tried to get a restraining order for Mike's speech about Dr. Lou, that she her she was killing people and making people sick and violating their constitutional rights. And I thought she needed to be uh, tried, found guilty and executed. I said that over and over again. And that's my First Amendment right to say that I didn't say I was going to do anything. 
I didn't say I was going to kill anybody. I've never hurt anybody in my life. Never had any assault charges or anything. I just kept saying that because that should happen. That happened. You can look at, in fact, I've been studying. You can look on YouTube and you can not only see lots of stuff about Dr. Fong Lu and all the evidence of what she did to this county in her YouTube clips. You can also look at Nazi uh, perpetrators just like Dr. Fong Lu that got hanged and got that got shot and got life imprisonment. It's on YouTube and it tells the whole story and they're proud of it on YouTube. They show it on YouTube. It's not banned on YouTube. So, um, so what we have here is, is we have a violation of, of people's constitutional rights. And so right after, uh, the, uh, Supreme court said, you cannot pry into people's personal lives because they want to have a weapon. It didn't say that you lose the right to, uh, it didn't say you have to give felons a weapon. It said you can't do this. So right afterwards, the state of California leaked all this information about all these gun gun holders, right? So, uh, but it's but the fact that you have to register your guns is against the Constitution. It's a violation of the Constitution, and people go along with it so they can have a gun, and they don't think it, it, and and they get away with it, right? They think, oh well, whatever. It's too much hassle to fight it, right? I don't want to get arrested. Well, somebody's going to have to get arrested to have this overturned. You see my point? Somebody's going to have to get in trouble. So I'll tell you. So I got called in. I got subpoenaed uh, in May of 2021 to come to the court because they said I was threatening the life of the health officer. And so uh, they wanted to have a restraining order on me that I couldn't say that I was going to kill the health officer, which I didn't ever say. And, uh, and I, and I, they didn't want me to say other people should kill the health officer. And I didn't say that either, but that's what they, they were going to get a restraining order. And they said I was racist in the, uh, I was an Asian, I was like an Asian racist in the documents. So, um, anyway, when, when you get a restraining order, I was learning cause I've never had a restraining order on me. When I, you get a restraining order against you, you lose your rights. You lose, you, you lose some of your rights. Like you can't have a weapon, right? And so I, I said, I not, when, when we went into uh, the court and then the judge said, hey, why don't you guys go out into a side room and see if you can solve that? And, I, and the two attorneys for the county said, hey, w- we can do a restraining order. Uh, why don't you agree to a restraining order? And it'll be secret, right? It'll be confidential and no one will be able to look at it. I said, there's no such thing. I told him, I said, there's no such thing. I don't have any confidence in you that you're going to keep your mouth shut or other people will keep their mouth shut or that will stay unleaked. And I'm not going to give up my constitutional rights. So we're going to have to throw down here. I, I said, uh, anyway, my, but my point was, I'm not going to give up my constitutional rights. And, but the next question is, w- many of you have given up your constitutional rights. Many of you that, that own a gun have you, you, you go through all these background checks you go through all this sign-ups. You pay all this money. You go over to Wendell Anderson and Brandon Barnes, our local sheriffs, to, to sign up for a concealed weapon permit. It's against the law. I mean, I used to carry guns with my father in the 1960s in a, in a rack in the back window of our pickup going hunting. And you didn't need a permit. You didn't need a license to have those guns. 
And all of a sudden now they just restrict all this, right? They took away our constitutional rights. We have a right to, without telling the government, we should just be able to go down and buy a gun just like I want to go down and buy a basketball. I don't need a permit to buy a basketball or a baseball bat. I could kill somebody with a baseball bat. I don't need a permit or I don't need a background check to, to buy a knife or a baseball bat or lots of things. These things are against our, but, but unless people stand up, just like I told people, I said, I'm interested in buying a couple of guns, but I'm not going to buy one and whoever I'm going to buy one from, I am not going to register it with the government. So here's what happens. Now the government turns around after they told all these people, millions of people, this is the California government that they need to register and they, to have a, a permit to carry concealed. And they have a, have a register to just have a gun and carry it outwardly, like, like to go hunting or to have it in, the, in, the, in the, uh, your house. Then they turn around and release it to bad guys. They release all the information to bad guys. So now they know that in your house, you not only have a TV and, and uh, maybe some sound equipment and some cool stuff and some jewelry because you got a lady in the house, but now you have guns. So they know where the guns are in town. Is that amazing? That's your government for you. I'm telling you people, we have a communist government. They may call that. We use all the old terms. Oh, we're Democrat. Oh, we're Republic. It's gone, baby. The way we're acting, it's like Republicans saying, Oh, I'm a Republican, but they vote like a Democrat. They act like a Democrat. And, and so I'm telling you that we have communist ideology and communist behavior right in California. Some people call it Valens, uh, uh, Calenzuela or California because it is. It, it looks more like the third world country, Calenzuela, Venezuela, and it looks like a lot like communist China, California, and, or communist Russia, right? They take away all the weapons. I'm telling you, people, we we have had some amazing those decisions sound so radical to the liberals and off the wall. Those decisions are exactly what our founding fathers would be given a attaboy for, because they would say, hey, it's not our business uh, to chase people's guns down and it's not our business to chase people people down at the federal level of whether they're having abortions or not. That's not the federal government's job. It's not in the constitution. So uh, these are interesting times. Now, the other thing that I, I got about six minutes here, I'm going to just jump over this. I'm just going to, I just watched a 30 some minute talk by Chris Ann Hall that was off the charts. Good about, and I've always been so perturbed about this and just frustrated because you know, it wasn't till almost 1900 that there was any agency other than the federal government. Like there was no EPAs, there, there was no o OSHAs, uh, there was no FDA, you know, there, there was no this alphabet soup. Now we have a hundred different agencies and they're not even uh, uh, spoken about in, in the, uh, in, in the uh, constitution and we have all these agencies. So what's happened is. And this uh, recently, Virginia took on the Environmental Protection Agency, which is a rogue agency. So what happened is the founding fathers 
purposely made it very, 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 very difficult and arduous to make a law, to make more laws, more laws, more. Every year we get almost a thousand laws out of, out of California. At the federal level, they made it very difficult. You have to work through the House. You have to, then you have to get approval in the Senate. Then after you get approval from both, you've got to get the President of the United States to sign off on it, right? And, and if you have any new regulations, anything. In other words, these representatives are representatives of the people. Remember, it's a, it's a government of the people, by the people, for the people. So government, in its frustration of getting things passed— created these agencies, then they turned over the, uh, the ability to make regulations to the agencies. And that's a violation of the Constitution. Regulations are supposed to be, uh, it's an administrative, a legislative work of the, of the House of Representatives and the Senate, not of a... Uh, an agency like the Bureau of Land Management or the Environmental Protection Agency and all those agencies, right? The Department of Water Resources. It is not their job to come up and make regulations because they are not a voice of the people. They don't represent the people. And so farmers and ranchers and miners have been abused by these regulations that, that Congress didn't have anything to do with. And they just run roughshod over them. And, and that's how the Bundy family, the Hammond family in Oregon, the Bundy family in Nevada, in Nevada, uh, state of Nevada, families all over the West have been abused and thrown off their property by the EPA and the Bureau of Land Management and all these uh, government affi- affiliates. And they have not, they have made up rules like they guys would say they'd have a little pond on their property, a naturally forming pond when it rained. And if they developed that pond a little bit for their cattle or horses, they would get fined millions of dollars by by the government. Or if they farmed and they uh, a guy up here in, in above Butte County in, in the north got fined millions of dollars for going in and disking up his his own land. Because there's a violation of some kind of a uh, habitat situation. Anyway, this stuff, uh, like during uh, COVID, when COVID started, Peggy Hall at, at the HealthyAmerican.org, she said, she was talking about the OSHA regulations about the N95 mask. And the OSHA regulations were written so employers would not abuse their employees by putting masks on them that would restrict their oxygen intake because it could kill them and cause them all kinds of health problems. So once COVID started and people like Dr. Fong Lu insisted on wearing these masks, OSHA pulled those requirements, those rules that were passed by the legislature, pulled them off their website. So they couldn't, people wouldn't know that they had rights and did you know that right on the OSHA website, there was a, uh, a list on how an OSHA regulation comes, comes to being? How do you think a regulation, according to our Congress, like when they created OSHA, the sa- safety and health people, occupational safety and health, they created a step-by-step process so people would be protected and they wouldn't have these agencies running roughshod over them and coming in and 
and saying, well, you violated this, you violated that, you violated this. You said, well, where did that come from? It's our regulations. Well, it didn't come from Congress. It should come from Congress. So in on OSHA, they had a, a tiring list of rules that OSHA had to follow to get a new regulation passed. And it had to have public input. It had to have a vote of Congress. It had to have a waiting period. It had all kinds of stuff. You know, all that stuff, all those rules, uh, that that description, that step-by-step process was removed to fool people. Our government, our very own government, not only lies to us, but deceives us and hides proper information from us. Well, the Supreme Court just handed down this decision and said, EPA cannot just go out and make up rules and slam people and find people. They have to go through the proper vetting process of Congress. Why? Because people... People can't just decide, you know, that's a dictatorship or what they call an oligarchy. Certain people get in control of the country and then they decide, we know what's best for you. So we're just going to make up some rules. That's not a republic. A republic is a representative form of government where the people come up with the rules that they're going to follow. It isn't like some guys and gals up there decide they get a bean up their nose and decide to make a rule. No, 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 no. That's, and, and so this is a huge change, and, and Chris Ann Hall was right. She said this is the biggest decision, way bigger even than Roe versus Wade, except for the fact that we're saving babies. So anyway, I'm going to be right back. We're coming up to our, do our third segment here in a minute. As you all know, the team and I suffered a big defeat this week with um, the overturn of Roe v. Wade. We went out there, we we gave it our all uh, with fantastic offensive game, but ultimately the good guys and and Justice Roberts came in clutch. Played a better game. So let's uh, let's take some questions. Uh, You, you there with the teeth. Satan, it seemed like you had it in the bag with Roe on lockdown for 50 years. What went wrong out there? Yeah, thank you thank you for the question. Um, you know, we got to look on the bright side here. We, we put up some incredible numbers. Over 60 million PBAs, that's pre-born babies aborted for the late person. It's an absolute world record. Uh, yeah, I can't take all the credit, though. This is a team sport, and uh, you got an incredible team, you know. Got Planned Parenthood, Moloch, Nancy Pelosi. They all made this possible. It didn't go the way that we uh, wanted this time. But in the end, we still have a championship team of demons, devils, and Democrats out there. And, you know, there's always, uh, there's always next season. Excuse me, the devil, uh, what are your plans for the health franchise going forward? Excellent question. Uh, obviously, this is a rebuilding year for us. We're going we're gonna to build back better. And uh, we have some great up-and-coming prospects. we got Kamala Harris. Uh, you've heard her uh, demonic cackle. Of course, it's one of the best in the game. It scares even me sometimes. <laughs> you know. Uh, of course, we've got all the, the progressive Christians out there. Uh, we got the guy from Green Day. we got Pink now. And, of course, the Republicans with the weak defensive game. So thanks, Mitch. Um, you know, they let us remain dominant, killing babies for over 50 years. 
And let's not forget, we still have we still have California and New York in, in, in the bag, putting up incredible numbers in the child sacrifice department. Anything else you can tease for the fans out there? Well, uh, let's see. Well, while our abortion game will be down for a while, we've got some great stuff lined up. So we're going to be rolling out another Amy Schumer comedy special. That's good. Um, we got an even flimsier paper straw debuting next year. And we're putting more extremely long, unskippable cutscenes in video games. You know, the ones with the sudden QT sequences where you've got to mash X or you instantly die. You have to watch the whole thing again. That's <laughs> classic. Uh, uh, so, you know, uh, don't count us out. Um, anyway, uh, i got to make a, an appearance at a family-friendly drag show in Texas. No more questions, okay? This press conference is over. I'm, I'm the one that they're singing about. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the Stars and Stripes forever. Star Spangled Banner, you can call me Old Glory, but let's just keep it simple. Uh, just call me Flag. <laughs> oh, oh, say, can you see? Okay. Still <laughs> flag humor. <laughs> well, you probably don't recognize me. You say, who is that, Evil Knievel? No way. Yeah, you see, you can't recognize me because... I'm in my birthday suit, yes. I'm wearing the original 13 here. Yeah. I remember Miss Betsy sitting there going, Well, this could be the start of something big. Oh. oh, Tom, don't be a pain. Yes. I was born June 14th, 1777. That makes me a Gemini. Please, <laughs> unpredictable, crazy. Yes. I like the outdoors, and I'm the life of any party, whether it be Republican, Democrat, Independent, Socialist, anything Libertarian, I'll be there. You know, I'm 204 years old. People say, Flag, how do you stay so young? Is it jogging? No. Is it tennis? No. It's waving. and unfurling. Richard Simmons, eat your heart out. Yeah. yeah, but it hasn't always been easy for me, though. I had a tough puberty. Yeah, war, famine, invasion. And 1861, well, I had a little skin problem that broke out into 34 stars. But now, well, little patience, and look what we got now. Look at this. Hold on here. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! All 50! Everybody's on here. Look at this, Alaska. <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah, we got your Tennessee. How are you doing today? Here's Vermont. You can't get there from here. Oh, and there's California. For sure, totally. Like I said before, you know, I, I had a tough time for a while. I've been in a lot of wars. They fired missiles and muskets at me, but you know, come the dawn's early light, I'm still there. You know what I'm talking about? You know, I've been made into everything from designer jeans to t-shirts, and I've even been a cape for Mick Jagger. Well, all right! The rocket's red glare, we're all right! But people haven't always been respectful to me. Sometimes it's been tough. There have been some people try and spit on me, trample me, burn me. 
foreigners and occasionally some Americans too, but I don't let it get me down because I'm not a stay-at-home kind of flag. You know, I've been to Europe. I've been to both North and South Pole. I was at Iwo Jima. Recently, I've even been to the moon. of different postures. When I'm like this, that means everything is okay. When I'm upside down, well, put on your Mae West and hit the deck. <laughs> but when I'm like this, well, that's not my favorite position because, well, that's half-masked. I don't, I don't mean to bum you out. I, I didn't come here to depress you, but I got to tell you something honestly. I haven't been getting out much lately. I guess it's not very chic to put up the flag anymore, you know? Muffin and I have a flag, but we haven't found it for very long. <laughs> hey, but look at it this way. Don't look at it as saluting me. Look at it as saluting yourselves. You know, hey, I'm just a flag, a symbol. You're the people. If I may say so from here, long may you wave. Love me two times, baby. Love me twice today Love me two times, girl I'm going away Love me two times, girl all right, so I think that uh, that the ruling that she read, she read all the opinions of the ruling on uh, EPA. Uh, it's the state of Virginia versus the Environmental Protection Agency, or EPA. And, and she said it's a... It's a massive, I, I just, I, I'm shocked. Well, I'm not shocked that they decided it's the right thing to do, but I'm so amazed that after all these years, since the 1970s, people like Obama and numbers of presidents have said this. If Congress doesn't get, get it on and get something done, I'm going to do it myself. You know, that's totally off the hook wrong. It's it's against the Constitution and these regulations. The reason that many farmers can't fight against this is they come in and take their permits away. They find them millions of dollars and people do not have the deep pockets because the government has all our tax money and has an endless supply of attorneys to jerk us around and wait us out. You know, it's like starving out a guy in a house when you're trying to arrest him. And you just say, man, well, we'll just we'll wait till he just starves to death, right? We'll just or he falls asleep or collapses. We'll just wait him out. That's what the government does. They starve you out in court and jerk you around. <coughs> postpone, postpone, postpone. It's a gimmick. These people, our government is actually working against the population of the United States. And all these agencies, these alphabet soup of agencies are ripping us off left and right. You see, where did that where did, well, that's our reg, that that's the regulation. That's the way it is, right? It's kind of like you go over to the building department and and they come up they come up with some rule and you say, well, "Where did that come from?" Well, we decided that. Who does who's we? Did the city council vote on it? Well, no, we, we just decided that in the building department. We decided that, you know, as a group. No, 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 no. You have to vote on it. We People have a say in the law. You have to have a say in the law. You just can't, just because you're back there, a bunch of people, doesn't mean you have a right to do whatever you want. 
So now we have all these amazing agencies that are, are running all. We have too much government. And they're just adding one agency after another agency after another multi, multi million dollars. You know, some of these places have 10,000, 15,000 employees. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, I get a kick out of all these people talking about as if everybody was a slave up until about 40 years ago. Booker T. Washington that lived during slavery says a lie doesn't become truth. Wrong doesn't become right. And evil doesn't become good just because it's accepted by the majority. Let me say it again. And a lie doesn't become truth. Wrong doesn't become right. Evil doesn't become good just because it's accepted by the by majority. We are not a democracy. We're a republic. And, and if somebody can vote and say, if a majority of the people that you, you live in a district of Yuba and Sutter counties, for instance, there's five districts in each county. And if a majority of that people in that district decide they want to they want you to move and they want your house. They can't take your house. They can't do that. Just like some people I know, I, I ran into some people I hadn't seen for years. And they, I was talking to them, catching up with them, and they said, oh, yeah, the, the highway highway expansion on Highway 70 north of Marysville, they were going to take a, a – they needed a, a, an acre and a half or something off the front of our property, and they are going to give us $20,000 or whatever, and we, that highway was going to come right across our front porch almost. And we said, well, that's, that's, uh, that's not enough money. And so – when Caltrans says, yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. No, it is. Finally, they got an attorney. They went to court because we have a right of due process. People, government can't just come and take stuff and do stuff. You have due process. We have rights. So they went to court and they got over 100000 for their property. So, so go back to COVID. The government says on behalf of a health officer that basically is a Nazi, Dr. Mengele. She's a Nazi. I don't care whether you like her or not. She does not have a right to act that way in our form of government. If she wants to go back to Vietnam and be a Vietnamese and take people's stuff and lock people's doors and put a padlock and force them to stay in the house, that's another country, not here. So when you tell people you cannot go into your business and cut hair or make a burger or sew a dress or or work out at a gym. That is a violation of our constitutional rights, but people went ahead and went for it. And and a lot of people, most people just went ahead. Some people lost everything they owned. Think about it, people. It was a violation. Do you know what it talks about? That's called it's called takings. It's a constitutional term that said the government cannot go in and take your stuff. It doesn't mean that they they took your furniture it's talking about taking your ability to make a living taking away your happiness taking away your property taking away your rights taking away your freedom they cannot they can't just arrest you for any old reason like oh i you're black oh you're mexican right you can't do that so when they they shut down your business there's a thing called takings that means that the government has a responsibility to pay you back what they like, say they're going to block off your street and no one could do business with you. They're going to cut a hole all the way across where no one could do business with you. They have a, that's damaging your business. You have a right to 
asked for redress. They just took our businesses during COVID and jerked us around and jerked around the people that are our customers and just got away with it. Why? Because nobody stood up. Hardly anybody. Some businesses wouldn't close. And so now they're still being pursued by Gavin Newsom and his tyrants. What are they? The department, all these agencies, the Department of Consumer Affairs. Do you think they, they who, who do you think made up all those rules? A lot of those departments, the ABC, Alcohol Beverage Control, the ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms. They make up a lot of their own regulations that aren't even uh, our representatives that we voted into office didn't even vote on a lot of it. In fact, uh, Kevin Kiley uh and James Gallagher filed an action against the governor of the state saying you can't just shut down. Why, why can't you just shut down the, the uh, assembly and the Senate? Why? why? It, a lot of you don't know why. And that's the problem. You don't know, you don't know your, your butt from a hole in the ground. You can't shut those down. That's the people's voice in our government our our government is a people driven government that's the way it's supposed to be but they're not acting like it in california they act like it's a communist oligarchy oh i don't like the word communist listen communism is just the way they're doing business it's a central managed deal where who's who's deciding on the water not me i vote for new water resources all the time you know what happens they take the money spend it elsewhere and they they took like I have friends that are farmers that cannot farm because they don't have any water. Is there water? Yes, there's water. Oh, Lou, there's, there's a shortage of water. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's not a, a huge amount like we normally have, but is there enough to grow rice? Yeah, there is. There is, you know why? Because what they're doing, you know what they lie? They, they're just constant liars. It's amazing to me why we even have to take an oath to go in and testify in court, tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth will help you God. The truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Why do we even do that? Because people lie through their teeth. Politicians lie. John Kennedy from Louisiana, Senator from Louisiana, said 90% of these people he said, I work with up here need to be making license plates. Listen, the guy's an attorney. He knows what he's talking about. They're liars or cheats or criminals. These people lie to us all the time. They put out that the biggest user and abuser of water are farmers. That's an absolute lie. That's not just a miscalculation or a boo-boo. That's an absolute propagandized lie. Then they say, oh, you know, you, you have to conserve. Only take, you know, spit baths. You know, use water 40 times. Only water on odd days or certain days. Forget about it. Urban areas use so little water compared to how much water there is. Most of the water, what's most? More than 50%. Majority is more than 50%. Is going right down the river and right out to the ocean. Oh, the fish need it. The fish got along just fine. It, they never suffered before the 1970s Earth Day. It's a lie, people. It's all about control. It's out. Of, it's all about an agenda. You think, oh, Lou, he's talking about a conspiracy. No, no, no. It's not a conspiracy theory when it's happening to you. I can, you know, you can get arrested for conspiring to kill someone, right? Conspiring. That means you're working at it. 
you're planning and working at it. That's not a theory That's that you're working at. You're conspiring. A conspiracy theory is you're pondering, I wonder why that happened. I wonder why this happened. I bet this is why that happened. I bet this is why that happened. A theory is a suggestion or a concept of why certain things happen a certain way. But when things are going down and somebody writes it down on paper, like this is what we're going to do. When one Corona who killed t- almost 30 people, he actually made a list of the names. He planned it. He conspired. We have a list of all the names that he killed and those he didn't get to yet. That's called a conspiracy, not a conspiracy theory, right? And he buried him in shallow, shallow graves. I haven't ever met Ronda Corona. He's now dead. I never met his brother, Nativa Dad, but I did talk to the people involved in the case, including the district attorney. And so when, when the United Nations creates a document called Agenda 21 or Agenda 2021, That's their view of the future. And then they upgrade it to Agenda 2030. And you choose to be stupid and ignorant and put your head way up in the dark spot on your backside. That's not my fault or anybody else's. That's just you being stupid. You could read that document. It's on the web. You can can run it off. You can print it off and, and you can read it. That is the people that are running the globe the big dogs, people, billionaires, that's their vision of the future. It is not, it is not for you. It is not pro you. It is not going to bless you that you're going to be eliminated. I'm going to be eliminated. It's only for the elite, a very small number of people. They're going to eliminate everybody. And COVID is part of it. And lying about control of water and control of farming and control of animals and control of where people live. That's why they don't, they don't even worry about people's houses burning down in these rural areas like Northern California. They're happy about it. They think, Hey, that's good. I'm going to move over here where we want them. So that's just the way it is. If you want to like, it's one thing. If, if, if you want to watch it coming, like there were people, there's all kinds of people live in a society and I don't mean just good and evil. I'm talking about people that just say passive people. People watched people getting on trains, millions of people, and going to gas chambers. And and they were okay with that. They were okay with that, right? They let it go. And there were other people that gave that risked their lives to save people going to gas chambers. And there were people that were a part of the resistance that tried to kill people that were causing people to go to the gas chambers. And there were the majority of the people didn't do jack. And that's exactly what's going on in America. And the re- the only reason I'm even on this radio show to be tra- not honest, I'm not dishonest or honest. I- I'm just being straight with you. To be straight with you, the only reason I'm doing this every single week is to try to give information that might be helpful that you're not going to get anywhere else and try to stimulate you and get you fired up to, to stand up. Because all it's going to take is people to stand up and say, hell no, I'm going to do that. And I'm not going to register my guns and I'm not going to give you my guns. And you're not welcome to come on my property unless you're going to follow the Constitution and buck up and get a warrant. Right. Unless you're going to stand and 
and be a real American. A lot of you are not Americans. You were just born here. You're no different than, actually, you're no more helpful than an illegal alien. A lot of the illegal aliens I know are actually more into America than most of the people I hang with. They won't do anything. You got to beg them to vote. You got to tell them how to vote. They don't even have enough, have enough energy to study the issues. Are you kidding me? And they think, oh, they're all, all about this, right? So I'm just going to keep reminding you this, you know, this January 6th hearings. Here's what we should be discussing at the January 6th hearings back in Washington. This was a snapshot of America on January 6th. I'm just going to keep telling you about this. Gas was $1.93. You remember Trump said, they're not coming for me. It may look like they're coming for me. They're coming for you. I feel like they're coming for me. I've already been over the courthouse once in the last year and a half. I had to defend myself, right? I got all kinds of people giving me grief here and there. No big deal. It's not a sacrifice for me. I'm fine. I'm happy. This is my this is my gig. I was made for this time in the world. But Trump said they're coming for you. That's what he meant. Listen to this. Gas was a buck ninety three. There was zero inflation. Supply chain was functioning quite well. The economy was the strongest in 50 years. The border was controlled and secure. Taliban wasn't armed with the U.S. artillery. Plenty of workers around to fulfill all our labor needs. The stock market was incredibly at record highs. I, all, all my retirement money I'm, I'm living on, I, I would just like, I thought I never imagined we'd be in this good a shape. 401ks had record high values and interest rate rates were record lows. Man, when when I bought houses back in the day when I was a youngster, I was paying like seven, eight, nine percent interest. Then the people were getting interest rates around here two, right, two and a half. It's unbelievable. It's like good for them. Youngsters trying to start out in life. This is just information. You know, people drop dead. What I learned when I ran the trauma intervention program is people don't have have to have a reason to drop dead. They can drop dead anywhere, anytime, driving down the freeway, uh, standing on top of the house, uh, having sex, uh, any sitting at a bar, standing on the corner. There's no reason people could just their ticker can just stop just like the battery on your watch can stop. And Sergeant at Arms, the main guy that was in charge of securing the White House, that's all he had to do. He got paid good money, former uh, Marine. Um, he just dropped dead the other day. You know, he resigned the day after the January 6th demonstrations. Michael Stinger resigned. And now he's dead. I'm not saying anybody killed him. They said he had cancer. I don't know. It's interesting how people just serendipitously drop dead that they probably uh, could have called him for testimony at the January 6th hearing. But it's interesting that a lot, in fact, there was, I didn't know this. I guess I wasn't following it very closely. A lot of people uh, resigned that were supposed to be securing the Capitol uh, after, during January, you know, right. They're supposed to be securing the cap capital all the time. But the people that uh, a lot of them just walked away. They said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> if you ever wonder about capitalism, 
communism, socialism. You ought to read books by Ann, A-Y-N, Rand, R-A-N-D. She was not a right-wing conservative of a particular party. She was a thinker, like our founding fathers. She says America's abundance, America has the greatest abundance in the world, even as we're really screwed up right now. America's abundance was not created by public sacrifices for the common good, but by the productive genius of free men who pursued their own personal interests and, and the making of their own private fortunes. You think, oh, they just screwed everybody to get what they wanted. Quite the contrary. Quite the contrary. When a guy like, when big manufacturers, whether you want to think of uh, Henry Ford or all those kind of people, I'm not, this is not a stamp of approval on their character. However you want to use it, big everybody the it says when you know some people say all boat when the high tide comes in all boats are lifted up and when capitalism is roaring and people are making money and the railroads go in and manufacturing starts even the poorest of the poor their boat gets lifted as well as the tide increases all boats even the funky boats and the big yachts all get raised together and this whole concept that that the government is going to create jobs or manage us, uh, or they hire a development director like the crook, Dan Flores over here, and he's going to create jobs. That is a fallacy, people. You're just paying 100000 a year for smoke and mirrors. We'll be right back. All of us should have a respect for innocent life. With regard to the freedom of the individual for choice with regard to abortion, there's one individual who's not being considered at all. That's the one who's being aborted. And uh, I've noticed that everybody that is for abortion has already been born. Following the recent series of debates, the issue of child abortion has once again resurfaced. Continuing the usual trend of conservative rhetoric, the Republican Party is, in speech and theory, opposed to abortion, promising to bring a swift end to the practice. Such promises have developed an association between Republicans and pro-life decisions, prompting many people to blindly vote for anyone supporting the Republican title. However, it would appear that these righteous and constitutional promises have all been made without the proper action to support them. Sure, some minor oppositions to abortion have come from these candidates, but there has really been no concrete change. Abortion is still assumed and carried out under the color of law. This normalization of a criminal act that directly defies the words, all men are created equal, largely began with the Supreme Court opinion in Roe v. Wade, which is now confused as law. The decision of the Supreme Court to ignore the written law and pretend to overrule its writing has resulted in the unborn's right to life being completely disregarded in the public eye. But does the Supreme Court's opinion even carry legal weight outside of that particular case? Well, there are two reasons that it absolutely does not. First, the Supreme Court has a very specific duty, 
Apply the law. The Constitution specifically designates all legislative powers to be given to Congress, leaving no lawmaking authority to judicial branches. The second reason is that any law made in addition to the Constitution cannot exist in contradiction to its basic principles. The Fifth Amendment to the Constitution states that no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. This judicial opinion is an act of direct contradiction to an affirmed right which is given by God and protected by the government, rendering it void in the legal realm. So if this opinion from the courts is not even legal to begin with, why is it still treated as so, despite the Republican Party holding the authority in the Supreme Court for almost the entirety of the past 50 years? This is because hope cannot be found in a simple political party. Just because a candidate is Republican does not in any way guarantee that they will be active in the direction they should. Voting for a candidate must be a decision based on the principles and actions of each person concerned. What type of action should be taken against these corrupt patterns of pretended legislation? Well, our founder at Institute in the Constitution, Michael Anthony Perutka, gave a precise series of actions the president can do to quickly rid this country of these atrocities when running for president in 2004. First, he declared he would prohibit public and federal funding of any and all abortion organizations as well as any organizations that advocate or perform these abortions. Secondly, as the president, he would direct his attorney general to find and prosecute every single abortion clinic in America on the grounds of child slaughter. Lastly, he would encourage the state and local officials to do the same thing. In the end, no political party is the answer. A firm admission of the God-given right to life and action to follow this admission is the only thing that can correctly right this wrong. That is why it is imperative that we demand candidates of biblical constitutional principles and actions and stop blindly trusting any particular party or party candidate to fix the atrocities that exist due to our negligence, to our Creator, and the Constitution. This is Jake McCauley with the Institute on the Constitution, bringing you the American View. This investigation of Planned Parenthood is based on false premises, one after another after another. It's time to stop wasting time, get on with meaningful work, and stop picking on women and trying to take their choice away. I yield back the balance of my time. The time of the gentleman has expired. We welcome our distinguished witnesses today. Do you and each of you swear that the testimony that you are about to give shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? And I'll now begin by introducing today's witnesses. The first witness is Dr. Anthony Levitino. Dr. Levitino is a board-certified obstetrician gynecologist. Over the course of his career, Dr. Levitino has practiced obstetrics and gynecology in both private and university settings, including as an associate professor of OBGYN at the Albany Medical College. And Dr. Levitino, we'll begin with you. Welcome. Thank you, Chairman and members of the committee. Um, I only have five minutes, so I'm going to get right to it. Second trimester d &E abortions performed between roughly 14 and 24 weeks of gestation. Your patient today is 17 years old. She's 22 weeks pregnant. Her baby is the length of your hand plus a couple of inches. And she's been feeling her baby kick for the last several weeks. But she's asleep on an operating room table. You walk into that operating room scrubbed and gowned and after removing laminaria, you introduce a suction catheter into the uterus. This is a 14 French suction catheter. If she were 12 weeks pregnant or less, basically the width of your hand or smaller, you could basically do the entire procedure with this. But babies this big don't fit through catheters this size. 
After suctioning the amniotic fluid out from around the baby, you introduce an instrument called a sofa clamp. It's about 13 inches long. It's made of stainless steel. The business end of this clamp is about two and a half inches long and a half inch wide. There are rows of sharp teeth. This is a grasping instrument. When it gets a hold of something, it does not let go. A DNA procedure is a blind abortion, so picture yourself introducing this and grabbing anything you can blindly and pull, and I do mean hard, and out pops a leg about that big, which you put down on the table next to you. Reach in again, pull again, and pull out an arm about the same length, which you put down on the table next to you. And use this instrument again and again to tear out the spine, the intestines, the heart and lungs. Head on the baby that size is about the size of a large plum. Can't see it, but you pretty good idea you've got it if you've got your instrument around something and your fingers are spread about as far as they go. You know you did it right if you crush down on the instrument and white material runs out of the cervix. That was the baby's brains. Then you could pull out skull pieces. And you have a day like I had a lot of times, sometimes a little face comes back and stares back at you. Congratulations, you just successfully performed a second trimester DNA abortion. You just affirmed her right to choose. One more question, Dr. Levitino. Why did you end your practice of doing abortions? I did over 1,200 abortions over a four-year period in private practice, not counting the ones that I did during my training. Um, I met my wife at, um, during my first year of training at Albany Medical Center. We got married about a year later and found that we had an infertility problem. After years of failed infertility treatment and several years trying to adopt a child, we were blessed with a, adopting a, a little girl that we named Heather in August of 1978. Um, as sometimes happens in those situations, my wife got pregnant the very next month, and we had two children ten months apart. Um, two months short of my daughter Heather's sixth birthday, she was killed in an auto accident and literally died in her arms in the back of an ambulance. Anyone who has children might think they have some idea of what that feels like, but unless you've been through it yourself, you have no idea whatsoever. Um, I know people find it hard to believe, but uh, what do you do after disaster? You bury your child and then you go back to your life. And I don't remember exactly how long it was after my daughter died that I showed up at Albany Medical Center OR number 9 to perform my first second trimester d &E abortion. I wasn't thinking of it as anything special. This was routine to me. Um, but I reached in, literally pulled out an arm or leg, and got sick. You know, earlier on, I described stacking up body parts on the side of the table. It's not to, you know, gross people out, to use a simple term. When you do an, an abortion, you need to keep inventory. You have to make sure you get two arms and two legs and all the pieces. If you don't, your patient's going to come back infected, bleeding, or dead. Um, so I soldiered on and finished that abortion. And I know it sounds, as I said, hard for people to believe, but I'm, I'm telling you straight up my experience. You know, after over 1,200 abortions, first and second trimester up to 24 weeks and all the rest of it, and being very dedicated to it, for the first time in my life, I really looked. I really looked at that pile of body parts on the side of the table. And I didn't see her wonderful right to choose, and I didn't see all the money I just made. All I could see was somebody's son or daughter. And I stopped doing late-term abortions after that, and several months later stopped doing all abortions.
All right, I wanted to mention this. Uh, I thought this is, uh, I, I wrote the title on this, The Liberal Media Bias. And let me read you this story. I thought it was a cute story that makes a great point. It said a Harley biker is sitting on his Harley drinking a beer by the zoo in Washington, D.C. when he sees a little girl leaning into the lion's cage. Suddenly, the lion grabs her by the collar of her jacket and tries to pull her inside to slaughter her right in front of her screaming parents. The biker jumps off his Harley, runs to the cage, and hits the lion as hard as he can square on the nose with a powerful punch. Whimpering from the pain, the lion jumps back and releases the girl, stunned. And the biker brings the girl into the, to the terrified parents who thank him endlessly. A reporter happens to be at the zoo that day and watched the whole event. The reporter addresses the Harley rider saying, Sir, this is the most gallant and bravest thing I've seen a man do in my whole life. The Harley rider responds, Actually, it wasn't anything, really. The lion was behind bars. I just saw this little kid in danger and acted as I felt was right. The reporter says, well, I'll make sure this won't go unnoticed. I'm a journalist, you know, and tomorrow's paper will have this story on the front page. So what do you do for a living? He says, what's your name? Like, what do you do for a living? And, and, uh, you know, what's your beliefs, your political affiliation? He says, well, actually, he said, I'm a U.S. Marine. I'm a Republican and I'm voting for Trump. The journalist leaves. The next morning, the biker buys the paper to see if if actually the guy wrote an article like he said. And on the front page, the headline said, U.S. Marine assaults African immigrant and steals his lunch. And that is what the media is doing for us today. Sad but true. I want to mention a couple of people that are helping us. And again, as I mentioned first, uh, we have a new uh, a new business, Little Billy's Excavator and Backhoe Service, so you can reach them. They're right here in Yuba, Sutter County, but they'll work all over Northern California. 530-300-6010. Also, we have All Power Services, Will Fanning and Josh James at all, uh, uh, 1469 Stewart Road in Yuba City. They fix, like I say, all things that have power... Uh, attached to them anything with a motor on it from the biggest rig you can imagine to the smallest item like a weed eater um, chainsaws every kind of product they know how to fix stuff there i'm just amazed every time i go over there actually and uh, the other thing they do is they fabricate anything you need need to be made out of steel they're they're expert welders so uh you can reach them at Five three zero eight four four zero three four seven, eight four four zero three four seven, or you could email them at allpower one four six nine. That's their address one four six nine Stewart. But uh, it's allpower one four six nine at gmail dot com. Go check them out. Uh, I would okay. Yeah, I was just checking something. Out. I just got a call today actually from uh, a guy from the cards that we hand out with Doctor Cassidy. Dr. Cassidy's name and mine on it about addiction and we offer all kinds of things from Narcan to help with smoking cessation to help meth heroin whatever and a guy called from uh, Nevada County 
And he said, hey, he said, I'm trying to fight cigarettes. And he said, I'm down to a few cigarettes a day and I'm using this and I'm using that. And I was able to talk to him about that. And I thought, this is cool. Uh, those little cards were handing out getting up into Nevada County. We can't even get the local health official to get serious about syphilis or smoking. Or They talk about, oh, we're, we're going to put in a sidewalk's going to straighten out your health. We won't even deal with fentanyl. We won't even deal with heroin. We won't even deal with syphilis and gonorrhea and chlamydia here. And, and, and uh, I got guys that are actually reaching out to me regarding tobacco on the private sector. They should be going to their local health department, right? So uh, if you want to, if you want help for addiction, uh, we will help you. In fact, if you want to put up some of our flyers, just give me a call at 530-713-1838. Or you want to hand out some of our flyers, you can help me. If you want to volunteer, you care. You'll say, man, I want to do something. I want to help. All these people are doing drugs and dying out on the street. So if you want to get a hold of Dr. Cassidy, he will check you over and help you uh, work on a plan to get, get healthy again, whatever your addiction issues are. And so Peachtree Health is 530-749-3242, 749-3242. Ask for Dr. Cassidy. The other docs are good docs out there. They got some good docs, but they aren't doing exactly what Cassidy's doing. He's he's doing his good doctor work on other things, but he's also working with the addicts. If you have trouble getting through the system out there, which I've had trouble at times, you can text him. Don't call him. Don't blow up his phone, as they say. Text him at 530-682-8648 and just say your name, need addiction help, and that's it. That should get your call back. If you don't ever get a call back, something's wrong, just call me at my number, 530-713-1838, just like this gentleman did today. I took the call live. Boom. Talked to him on the phone, and I said, listen, here's the thing I, we don't do, either Cassidy or I. We will suggest things to you and set out a plan. And, and if something doesn't work, just like I'm doing right now, call us back and we will fix it. So it's not like the government where they just say, oh, go over here. And then they forget about you. and They don't care about you. Right. We don't do it that way. So I told the guy today, I said, you do this or you do that. And then if it doesn't work to get some resources for you, you call me back. I will go get the stuff for you. Right. That's taking care of business, folks. That's taking care of business. Government collects all our money, gets paid too much. Each person gets paid way too much for doing too little and having hardly any outcomes. That's what we got going in our government. So, uh, okay, Peachtree Health. Then uh, let me just give a shot at Allen's Auto Body. They're the guys that keep my car in shape because I like to I don't like to buy new cars because it spends too much money and I'm going to make my car last um, my car is going to end up in somebody else's hands when I drop dead because it's going to be in good shape all they're going to have to do is add gas and it's going to run good the tires are going to be good the brakes are going to be good it's going to be a runner all they got to do is turn it on boom it's going to turn up and it's going to be fired up my Honda Element it's a good car and Allen's Auto Body keeps it in shape and that's uh, Kevin Clark at Tea Garden at Sutter Street in Yuba City. It's a it's a canary yellow building. You can't miss it. And he's at 530-671-1057. He's a very nice guy. He's a very honest man. He and his wife, Carrie, run that business. They're very sweet, and they do a great job. Man, he painted my new parts they put on the front of my car, and it looked just like it rolled off the, rolled off the assembly line or the showroom. Boom, it looked good. So, okay, let's get back down to business here. We got, uh, we're under our fourth segment of six segments here today. 
And uh, all right. Uh, I, I just want to mention that these Republicans, they, they're not true Republicans. They, they're Republican in name only. I'm going to name all 12 of them. They voted to take away your Second Amendment rights. Roy Blunt, uh, Richard Burr, Shelley Capito, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, John Cornyn, Joni Ernst, Lindsey Graham. Don't give any of these people, please, don't give to the Republican National Party and don't give these individuals money. Lisa Murkowski, thankfully, Lisa Murkowski has an opponent in Alaska. Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, that guy is such a black hole. Tom Tillis and Todd Young. These all, all of them are in the Republican Party and they're a disgrace to conservatism. Uh, let's see. They all voted with Democrats. Uh, these are senators to take away uh, our gun rights. Amazing. They actually think these these people claim they're really smart. They're GOP traitors. They're actually traitors to the United States of America. I've worked with lots of troubled people and. Uh, uh, sometimes people say, what have you done with your life, Lou? And it's always a hard question to ask, but I work with troubled people. And sometimes I work with ladies who have made a lot of poor choices in terms of who they decided to link up with, like a guy. And I, I thought this was a cute thing. There's a, uh, you know, there's, you can study the Bible and learn who you ought to link, link up with, right? And uh, there's a great story in the book of Ruth about this woman named Ruth who had gone through a horrible time in her life, a lot of downturns in her life, tragedy in her life and she ends up returning to israel and there's a there's a a distant distant relative a guy named boaz that she ends up uh marrying and uh so uh this says to all the girls who are in in a hurry to have a boyfriend or get married a piece of biblical advice ruth patiently waited for her mate boaz boaz was single ruth was single and we're talking about a really distant relative. We're not talking about marrying your brother or something like that. So, uh, and this is how, you know, Ruth had had all, all her people had died. It, it was a terrible, anyway, it's a very beautiful story. Ruth patiently waited for her mate, this says. And it says, while you are waiting for your Boaz, don't settle for any of the relatives of Boaz, like broke as, Poaz, lion as, cheating as, dumb as, drunk as, cheap as, locked up as, good for nothing as, lazy as, and especially his third cousin, beaten yo as. Wait on Boaz and make sure he respects yo as. So just a thought there uh, for you ladies. Sometimes the ladies say, Lou, I don't know why I just keep picking one guy after another that beats me up. I said, do you know what your problem is? She said, no. I said, your picker's broken. You need to get your picker repaired. Because you done picking the wrong folks over and over and again. You know, there's one guy that stood out to me. I used to love, uh, I used to read the San Francisco Chronicle every morning. My parents took it. And um, I loved reading the sports page. And I, there were certain columnists that I really loved to read. And uh, But I loved sports. And so, uh, of course, I was a 49er fan and a Raider fan and a athletic fan and a Giants fan. I like. I just liked all the sports around here. But one of the people that really got my attention, I probably couldn't name a lot of coaches in the football coaches, but one guy I could always recognize 
his silhouette and name was a guy named Tom Landry. And I love this story about Tom Landry and uh, because you, uh, he, uh, he was just famous and most, you know, a lot of coaches, you, they'll be with some team for a couple of years, five years, six years, eight years, and all of a sudden they're gone. And because the team doesn't thrive, but uh, let me read this to you and see if you doesn't don't have a great appreciation of Tom Landry and th- these type of people really are kind of gone, this whole generation. So uh, in World War II, uh, uh, Tom Landry, uh, after World War II, he left the U.S. Army Air Forces and went to the Dallas Cowboys, and. Uh, he was born in uh, Mission, Texas on September 11, 1924. Um, he was a natural athlete. He loved Texas football. Tom played uh, football at the University of Texas. He loved college football, but loved his brother, Robert, even more. Tom's brother, Robert, who served in Army Air Corps, was deemed missing in action when a B-17 went down during a ferrying mission over the North Atlantic near Iceland. Ultimately, Robert was deemed as a casualty, and Tom joined the military in his honor. In other words, the brother thought was dead, so Tom joined the military and left college in his honor. As a freshman at the University of Texas, Landry joined the military and served on a B-17 bombing crew. Landry flew more than 30 missions and served a plane cra- survived a plane crash into Belgium. According to his autobiography, Landry began his military career with basic training at Shepherd Field near Wichita Falls, Texas. At the age of 19, Landry was transferred to Sioux City, Iowa, where he trained as a B-17 co-pilot. In 1944, Landry earned his wings and a commission as a second lieutenant at Lubbock Air, uh, Army Airfield and was assigned to the 493rd Bomber bombardment group at RAF Debock, England as a B-17 Flying Fortress bomber co-pilot in the 860th Bomber Squadron. From November 1944 to April 1945, he completed a combat tour of 30 missions and survived a crash landing in Belgium after his bomber ran out of fuel. After the war, Tom returned to the University of Texas and completed his bachelor's degree. He also helped the Longhorns to a victory in the Sugar Bowl in 1948 and the Orange Bowl in 1949. From 49 to 55, Landry played defensive back and punter for the AAFC's New York Yankees. So that that Yankees back then were a football team as well. And the NFL's New York Giants, he played for two teams. He became a player coach for the New York Giants before returning to Texas to become the first coach of the Dallas Cowboys in 1960. That was the expansion team. Tam, Tom Landry would go to coach, go on to coach Dallas Cowboys for 29 years. I don't, any, I don't think anybody's ever going to surpass this. He coached Dallas Cowboys for 29 years, winning 13 division titles with five tip trips to the Super Bowl and two Super Bowl wins. Coach Landry was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1990. Uh, he died in February 12, 2000, at the age of 75. And uh, isn't that amazing? I just think it's it. It just uh, you know, while I watched him coach, he was such a gentleman on the sidelines, always dressed to the tee with a suit. He didn't wear like a lot of the guys today. They got a baseball cap on back backwards and a funky sweatshirt and a big a big uh, 
some kind of trench coach, <laughs> gangster. They always think they, they want to be gangsters and coaches. They haven't shaved for 30 days, right? They look funky, look like they did heroin the day before, some of the coaches. Landry was always clean-shaven, had a, a, a professional hat on, a, not a baseball cap, but an actual uh, a stylish hat, and, uh, and wore a suit. Amazing. Just times have changed. It's like you may like it, you may not. But uh, Landry uh, served. Uh, he probably stayed there till he retired. I don't think anybody ever let Landry go. So uh, what's going on now is, we, you know, it's interesting how the Board of Supervisors uh, don't want any responsibility for the COVID uh, disaster they waged in our community. And they hired a woman that has never been a, a regular doctor, like that saw patients. Uh, she's a bureaucrat with a medical license, is what she is. And she's basically a communist. Uh, she may not think of herself as a communist, but she acts like a communist. She's a Soros-bred uh, doctor. And uh, so basically she endorsed all the uh, criminal policies of the uh, fascist uh, Nazis, the Fauciites, I call them the Fauciites, uh, of saying that this disease is going to kill everybody. And so therefore, we need total control over your lives. Most of you need to quit your jobs, go home. Uh, this is only going to last two weeks. You remember all the lies? It's only going to last two weeks. Wash your hands incessantly. Wipe everything down incessantly. Uh, don't have any relations with your relatives or don't go visit uh, uh, care homes, even though they were dumping all the sick people into care homes and they were all making each other sick. They did everything they did was contrary to public health. They took healthy people, quarantined them, right, making them sick. They sent sick people home and, and told them to, they didn't tell them to take vitamins, take ivermectin they had they didn't suggest anything to take and in fact they said and, and dr lou actually says on and and i'm starting to go through all of her youtube videos she actually says on one youtube video there's nothing that will help right just go home and and there's nothing we have just go home and rest right there's in other words no like take zinc take quercetin take ivermectin Take uh, they take this, take that, hydro hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide, da da da. No, the guy, my my neighbor next door, young youngsters, she they told him at Adventist Health on on behalf of the the health doctor, come home, don't take anything, uh, just stay there. If you get really bad, then we'll put you up in the ICU. What they did in the ICU then killed people. Uh, they gave them remdesivir, which shut down their kidneys. They blamed that shutdown of their kidneys and their heart on uh, COVID, which that was a complete lie. Actually, remdesivir damaged their organs, and they died on the ventilator, which they've proven now that the ventilator was absolutely the worst thing you would put people on. But our health officer mandated all those things and actually threatened doctors that would actually try to come up and give people a uh, regimen of medications and care that would, would keep them out of the hospital. Many doctors in the United States that ignored the federal government never had one of their sick patients, even when those that had multiple illnesses like cancer, diabetes, plus COVID, didn't have anybody go to the hospital. There was no reason the hospitals be overrun. This doctor was so screwed up. Dr. Lou was so screwed up. Either she was mentally ill, stupid, or a liar 
that she she said there were going to be mass casualties and and the, there was so many going to be so many deaths in Yuba Sutter that the mortuaries could not process the numbers of bodies. We'd have to go get a refrigerated truck or something like that. So I'm going to tell you when we get back about more lies from a gal named R- Rochelle Walensky, who's the head director of the uh, the Centers for Disease Control, which is a corrupt organization. Be right back. unanimously voted to authorize both the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines for children as young as six months old. And the CDC joyfully recommends that every child get one. I know many parents with very young children have been anticipating this day. We now know, based on rigorous scientific review, that the vaccines available here in the United States can be used safely and effectively in children under five. Vaccinating young children is a critical opportunity to protect them against hospitalization and death from COVID-19. Parents, I strongly encourage you to get your children vaccinated. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines involve the radical new mRNA technology that we now know is spreading throughout the entire body and altering the person's DNA. Thousands of medical doctors have been speaking out about this, including one of the inventors of mRNA technology. Several nations have suspended these vaccines due to serious injuries and deaths. And yet, we are still being lied to by our own government, who wants us to sacrifice our youngest children. My name is Dr. Ashish Jha, and I am the White House COVID-19 Response Coordinator. I have some really exciting news. The FDA and the CDC just authorized vaccines for kids under five. These vaccines are incredibly safe. They work to prevent serious illness. That's why I have gotten all three of my children vaccinated. And now if you're a parent of a kid under five, it's a great time to go out and get your child protected. Get them vaccinated. The White House's official doctor has claimed that these vaccines are incredibly safe, which we know is a lie. There are more deadly side effects attributed to the COVID-19 vaccines than with any other vaccine in history. From severe allergic reactions to full-blown AIDS and sudden death. There is a well-documented risk of myocarditis in young men and adolescent boys and severe blood clotting in young women. We have seen a massive increase in heart attacks and paralysis. The vaccinated keep getting sick, and it's now officially being reported that the more vaccinated you are, the more likely you are to get sick. We now know to expect late onset effects from these vaccines, such as adverse immune response to infection, 
neurological disorders, autoimmune disease, and pregnancy-related problems. The vaccine was suspended in over a dozen countries because of massive blood clots. The UK reports a half a million deaths of the vaccinated, while the US is seeing a 20% increase in deaths and a 10% increase in disability. And even Pfizer has admitted in their own documents that these vaccines are causing just about every possible negative side effect imaginable. And our government wants every child in America to get these shots. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. By suspending the 18 cent gas tax, federal gas tax for the next 90 days, we can bring down the price of gas and give families just a little bit of relief. I know that we're having a debate right now about the gas tax holiday. For us to suggest that 30 cents a day for three months is real relief, that that's a real energy policy, means that we are not tackling the problem that has to be tackled. Our freedoms are being threatened. But that threat is not coming from some far off foreign country. It's coming from within. And it's coming from people who took an oath of office, like I did, both as a soldier and a member of Congress, to support and defend our Constitution. They are acting as domestic enemies of the people and our country because they are seeking to take our freedoms away. All right, we're back. I, I uh, haven't for a long time given you some places to check into where you can get ongoing information. Uh, let me, if you want to know about vaccine damage, go to vaccine news, vac, sorry, vaccine damage, all one word, vaccine damage.news. You can also go to pandemic.news, pandemic.news. If you want to, Look at exposure on the lies of climate change, supposedly. Go to climate.news. So those are some good deals. Children's Health Defense, I think, .org. Children's Health Defense.org. That's Bobby Kennedy's group. You can probably just uh, duck, duck, go. Just do a search on the Internet if I don't ha- have the address exactly right. It's an unbelievable. Sign up for their, their weekly emails. They come out a couple times a week. Great articles. Life-saving information on all these uh, on all these spots. So check them out. Uh, I, I run across new ones all the time. There's a lot of good information. A lot of people are doing their best to help folks. Uh, I want to mention uh, just got a couple referrals this week for uh, North Valley Paralegal. Send them over to Nelly Garcia. People calling needing help with legal issues. Uh, so 751 Sutter Street, just one block to the the north of. Uh, Allen's Auto Bodies, North Valley Paralegal, 751 Sutter. And you can reach them at 530-751-9289. If you go by there after hours, just do a drive-by. And on their, on their window, uh, there is all kinds of uh, signage. It says all the things they do, a whole list of a menu of things that they do for you. You do not need an attorney. They can handle it very simply, very easily. You can get in quicker, faster, faster. Uh, easier, more polite, 
happy place and they will work they will work very hard for you and you'll get a better deal than with a, a local uh, attorney that costs you an arm and a leg at somebody a leg as somebody once said uh also thrifty rooter these guys are they're all over the place, Thrifty Rooter. It's unbelievable. I can't even keep up with all the counties. I was texting them the other day trying to find out all the counties they're in. But I know they're Yuba Sutter, and I think they spill over into the surrounding counties. If you can hear my voice in, in Northern California, I'm going to give you a phone number and a website. And if you're up there in, in the hills and you have septic issues, uh, they can fix that. If you have regular plumbing issues, if you have water line issues, Sewer line issues, these boys can fix you up. So call 530-673-8201, 673-8201. That's a landline, so you're probably not going to be able to text that. So call it. they got some dispatchers that are waiting for you. Or you could go to their website, and it's very easy to communicate with them right off the website. So you can peruse around there, check some things that you need, write them a little note, and just say send, and it'll go right from there. So you can go to Thrifty Rooter, that's root, R-O-O-T, thriftyrooter.net, and uh, you can get that taken care of, okay? So we're going to go back here, and I want to talk about the lies. The lies are continuing. If you want to know what the government really thinks about COVID, uh, they know they've lied, and they're getting caught every day. They're getting caught with their lies. But if you really know what this is all about, if you want to know what it's really all about, just go down to Yuba County Sheriff's Department or Sutter County Sheriff's Department and uh, and see the people in, in when you go into check-in, see the people that work inside the jail. They're all masked up, and all the inmates are masked up. And if you go to Juvenile Hall to visit your kid, your kids are all masked up. Why would they do that? Masks don't help anybody. In fact, it's proven that masks make people sick. But because the government is we have a communist government right now, and it doesn't matter whether it's healthy for you or not. The government is going to tell you what you got to do in hell or high water. You will do that or they will shoot you. You with me? They will shoot you. And so uh, uh, or arrest you or put you away or cause you big problems. Why would I say that? The January 6th people. I I mean, I, I could see myself of being there at January 6th. And that was a big demonstration, right? There's all kinds of demonstrations in Washington throughout the year. I could see myself there out on Pennsylvania Avenue and being locked up. Those people, those January 6th people, have been there for over one year locked up. No, a lot of them never, you can't bail out. Do you know if you're a political prisoner in the United States? I thought, I used to think only only in foreign countries, communist countries, do they have political prisoners. That's why I'm saying this is a communist country, people. You think, oh, no, 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 it's America. Yeah, it's America. We're communists now. Get used to it or we are gonna, or we need to overturn it, right? So, some guy had a shirt the other day. is treason is the reason for the season. He had a shirt on. Treason is the reason for the season. Oh, you're into treason? No, that's what's being committed against you and me. Right. We have a right to overthrow the government. Oh, you guys are into overthrowing the government. You, you know, the, the government's going to come after us. Yeah, that's what England did to the United States. Do you understand that? Our founding fathers said we've had enough. We don't want to live like this. Right. So the so we got the Bundy family. We're talking about Mr. Bundy, Cl- Clive and Bundy and all his boys. They're grown men with families. They were held for two years 
no bail, solitary confinement, for standing up to the government and fighting for their land over in, in uh, Clark County. And the government ripped them off, lied about them. The judge reprimanded the prosecutorial people. This is a liberal judge in Nevada. Same thing happened in Portland. They won two cases in a row, and they had to release them both, all of them, on both cases. They violated their constitutional rights. They did not get bail for two years. They lost two years of their life. They stood up for their rights. They did not murder anybody, rape anybody, steal anything from anybody. They simply were living life, farming and raising cattle over there. In uh, They weren't dealing drugs, right? The Hammond father and son were put in jail and had to be pardoned by Trump, by, by bureaucrats of the federal government for starting a control burn. Just the other day, they did a control burn right between our two cities here. They, instead of running goats over there and chewing the grass down, they decided to burn it. It's a funky mess when they burn stuff. Totally legal. But when the Hammonds did it to stop a wildfire from burning down buildings, they did a control burn. They put them in prison and held them for years until Trump uh, vacated the decision. I'm telling you, it's happening all over the country. They're political prisoners. You think only in South Africa do they have political prisoners? No, they have them right here. And and these people, we've had representatives. I haven't been inside these places, but they different representatives, Congress people, have gone inside the jail. They're being mistreated in our own jails. These people are just like you and me that decided to go because they believed in President Trump. They didn't go there to damage anything. And you know what they're going to find? The, the Federal Bureau of Investigation was in charge of the riot. They, they instigated the riot. You think, oh, I don't believe that. Go read about Randy Weaver. Randy Weaver, Weaver in Idaho. And how they brought in an assault team and assassinated a bunch of them. His wife and one of his children, his teen ch- child. Shot his wife and she was inside the house. Shot her through the door. His wife. Unbelievable. These people are nuts. And you know what? You think, oh, Lou, they were probably insurrectionists. No, no, no. They were living about as far away from humanity as you can get. Northern Idaho. Who would want to be there? Not Lou Benninger. And they snuck up on him and blasted him. Shot the whole place up. Randy Weaver's surviving. He survived and his girls ended up getting a million dollars payoff apiece by the federal government. You think they'd pay off people that they didn't know they did a big, bad screw-up? Million dollars apiece, people? That's a big payoff. Killed their mother and, and their brother and wounded Randy Weaver and another guy. Listen, people. The government of the United States is out of control. You name me one agency, they're dirty. I used to think, oh, I knew, I knew a FBI agency. I, 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 I had them speak for me, FBI agents, when I ran trauma intervention. I used to think, oh, I was so proud of them, right? And then I thought, oh, there's a few bad apples back in Washington, D.C. It's way beyond bad apples at the top. 
I thought, oh, Lois Lerner at the top of the IRS, you know, she just targeted, you know, she she used, I used to think, oh, yeah, the IRS is kind of intense, but they're honest people. They're Americans. They're just doing a job. I don't like all these rules. I don't like all the, 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 the IRS stuff, but, uh, you know, I felt like, hey, if they come in and do an audit, they'll be fair. <laughs> no way, man. No way. Lois Lerner, they targeted, they lied, lied, lied. Remember the first time when they, all these people, including local people, local agents, local nonprofits got taken to the cleaners by Lois Lerner at the IRS. They said, oh, it was just a mistake by some low-level audit people in Cincinnati or something like that. These liars. And then she, when they finally get her into the boss, Lois Lerner, she takes the fifth Oh, man, you know something? She walked away, kept her retirement. These government people are so evil, and they walk away ripping you off from the day they got in there to the day they get out, and then they get retirement to the day they stop breathing. You talk about corrupt. Holy smokes. There's people in jail all over the place. And then you try to, that, that well, like the January 6th people. Oh, they're all insurrections. It's just such a phony one guy actually killed himself the guy was an athlete or something like that that showed up at the deal they arrested him and he got so frustrated with fighting the battle fighting his case he just thought this is easier to die what an embarrassment so now we have the cdc director did you think that the centers for disease control i used to think they were just wonderful I thought they were United States Department that was just their whole dedication was to keep us healthy and to keep us vigilant about, you know, any disease getting out of control. I just thought, oh, I'm so thankful we have such a place. like this. And they're run by Big Pharma and Bill Gates. These guys are so corrupt. They're making money hand over fist, jabbing babies, jabbing kids that they don't even need to be jabbed. They end up with autism and all kinds of diseases and spastics and killing kids, right? And we got this gal now, Rochelle Walensky. What a complete jerk she is, a liar. She admitted at one point to getting her information about COVID-19 vaccines from CNN. Who are these people? They get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know what they are? They're political prostitutes. They're political. Listen, be, oh, you, Lou, you're exaggerating. I am not. A, a woman that's a prostitute has sex with other women or men and is paid to do it and shares it with the John. These politicians, these people are paid to to be uh, to do unsavory things. Lie. Commit fraud. To carry the water of uh misinformation do the work of people over them she's now pushing children are more likely to get killed on the way to school in the car this i'm not making this up this is like these are the odds if you back in the day our parents did not drive us to school they had cars they just said hey get to school get on your bike walk whatever you want to do it's like do school hitch a ride with one of your buddies in high school it's like we, we got work to do we got stuff to do it wasn't snowing here it was just like hey it was like eight ten blocks away like get on get on over there on time dude so 
It's more likely your child in America will get killed on the way to school than get COVID and die. You're much higher to get to, to get sick by the flu than COVID, a child. They may get it, but they're not going to get sick by it. Well, Rochelle Walensky is such a fraud. She is just like Dr. Lou, a complete medical fraud. She's, she's pushing children to be injected with an experimental technology that has already failed the adult population. We got people spazzing, clotting out, having ticks, jerking. They can't control themselves. They got heart attacks. They got uh, myocarditis, periocarditis. They got clots all over their body. Come on, people. Are you crazy? I, I tell you, it's amazing to me how CPS has removed kids from their parents. But I'll tell you what, to take your kid and get an injection is child abuse. You're killing your own offspring. It's amazing to me. A woman can go down and abort her kid or then she could have her kid and then she injects them. Oh, don't do drugs. Really? Why? They're safer than this vaccine. Heroin is safer than this vaccine. Heroin will wear off. Fentanyl will wear off. Methamphetamine will wear off. It will not destroy your immune system. It will not give you a heart attack. It will not give you a blood clot in the brain. It will not cause you to have spastic episodes. And Walensky and people like Fong Lu in Yuba Sutter County are endorsing women. I heard that she said, oh, well, there was only 200 and some kids in, the, in America that died, that died. I thought, you know something? This vaccine is, gonna, is killing people and is going to continue to kill people. It's not like, oh, it wears off after eight hours, like getting drunk. The vaccine doesn't wear off. It damages your immune system, according to the top people in the country. Natural News, Lance Johnson writes, the, the technology has failed the adult population multiple times and proven extremely dangerous to health, uh, the health of millions worldwide. In a desperate effort to sell expiring vaccines, Walensky falsely claims that COVID-19 was one of the five top causes of death for children since 2020. Do you hear what I said? She said that Walensky lied and said it's a real, it's a top five killer of kids in 2020. He says, even if the claim was true, there's no safe and effective vaccine that prevents the disease in the first place. The COVID-19 jabs are a complete fraud and they're killing people. By the way, it's amazing to me. I've, I've known lots of women at this age now that have wanted to have children and were on their way to having a child and had a miscarriage. And I've seen what it's done to their life. It's a very hard thing to recover from. And it is so amazing to me that when we tell people this vaccine will cause you to have a miscarriage and they go out and get the damn vaccine being pregnant. I'm just, it's like, are you kidding me? Why don't you go out and shoot heroin? Why don't you go out and like be a drunk? 
Like, I think my mom drank and smoked when she was pregnant with me. Somehow I made it, right? That's what she did as a living. It wasn't a bad thing. That's what they all did. They they knocked down highballs and smoked the ciggies, right? No big deal to me. I don't care. I'm just saying to you, why don't we just, we, we make a big deal. Oh, my God, the health officers, these health nurses, oh, I can't believe it. She's smoking and she's pregnant. Oh, I can't believe it. She's drinking. She did. Oh, they take your baby. If your baby is pause talks. In fact, if your baby isn't even pause talks and when they, when they test your baby when you have it, even if you were the mother, I'm dealing with a mother right now that was pause talks months before the, the baby was delivered. They took the baby anyway, but she can take that baby and jam it with a jab. And that's not child abuse, but they took this baby from this mother and it was clean at the hospital. And the mother was clean because she had a history of using meth. They took the baby in anyway, unbelievable. And let you can go out and shove a jab of this COVID crap in her butt or arm and and kill the baby. You can take, and the mother, you tell me what's worse, child abuse. Drinking whiskey while you're pregnant and smoking cigarettes. Or when they tell you that the vaccine will, will give you a high chance of, of uh, losing your child in the first trimester. Taking the jab. And you know the army keeps records of all this, the military. And they're, they're a loss of children. I can't even think of what I'm talking about now. Uh, where where you lose a child prematurely. It went up hundreds of percent of women that are military officers that are pregnant. And they forced them to have the shot. And then they then they probably thought, oh, really sorry about the baby girl. Sorry, girl, a little fist bump. Sorry, about better luck next. Oh, you can have another one. Really? Really? And we got we got our health officers. There's nothing healthy about our health officers, people. And then they turn around and try to say, we only want you to do what the government tells you, not what your medical doctor tells you. These people are Nazis, people. Don't ever say that they're righteous folks. They're unrighteous. We'll be right back. Second Amendment in the U.S. Constitution's Bill of Rights is arguably the most revolutionary act of government in all of recorded history. And some Americans seem to think it's a law that allows a citizen to own a firearm for self-protection. That is false. This was true before the American Revolution. All throughout history, there were laws created by the ruling power that allowed certain citizens to carry certain weapons for self-protection. But that's not what the Second Amendment is at all. The Second Amendment officially recognizes the God-given birthright that every American innately possesses, freedom. Every single American down to the lowest commoner has the right to arm themselves and constitute themselves in a militia. The Second Amendment does not grant us the right. It stands to protect our natural rights from government. It is the bane of every tyrant and control freak, because before the Second Amendment, 
only the ruling class had standing armies. The Second Amendment is the only remedy man has ever wielded against a corrupt government, and it can't be taken away or infringed upon unless we fail future generations and allow it, which is already happening. Several states have unlawfully stripped Americans of their birthright and imposed infringements upon gun ownership, which has only increased the amount of gun violence in those areas because criminals don't obey laws. And even though the Supreme Court recently honored the Second Amendment, our corrupt Congress is working together to infringe upon all Americans. No matter what happened in Uvalde, Texas, we know that the police stood down and allowed it to happen. And after Hollywood dispatched their latest celebrity prostitute with political aspirations to dance on the graves of children, we know why they stood down. Unless you're a brainwashed zombie, it's crystal clear why the government is desperately trying to challenge the Second Amendment. The U.S. government is not only guilty of committing crimes against the American people, they're guilty of committing crimes against humanity and international war crimes. It is in fact the American citizen's duty to remedy the situation and restore the Republic. Violence may often be a solution in human affairs, but it is never a good solution and it requires very little courage to kill, if any at all. And that brings us to the First Amendment. The First Amendment is not nearly as revolutionary as the Second, but it requires more courage to wield. To peacefully stand against evil with your individual voice alone requires great courage. And if enough people were able to muster that courage, then the light of truth would overcome the darkness and the American people would become a righteous people. This is why the tyrants in Washington, D.C. want to convict Julian Assange under the Espionage Act. They see it as a viable way to circumvent the First Amendment. If they can convict Assange, they can convict Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones and anyone who exposes their corruption. And then what? Immediately following the Supreme Court's decision to recognize the Second Amendment, they overturned Roe v. Wade, another constitutional victory. The tyrants and their pro-abortionists see children as a commodity, a slave, or a piece of property to dispose of as its owner sees fit. But our American birthright applies to every living American. As revolutionary as it may be, the Bill of Rights is nothing more than a lawful remedy that we inherited. It merely recognizes our natural freedom. To actually secure this freedom requires the courage and the will of the people. Our government's job is not to change our constitution. Their job is to secure it and abide by it, which is what only one Supreme Court judge seems interested in doing. In the recent Supreme Court arguments, the majority of judges expressed their concern that their decision would be used to overturn other recent decisions, specifically constitutional laws pertaining to contraception, sodomy, and gay marriage. And Judge Thomas alone made it clear that these decisions should be overturned. And he's right, because all of these perverse concessions are nothing more than attacks on our Constitution. And if Americans were a serious and righteous people, we would preserve our American birthright for generations to come. 
Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. If you want to protect yourself, get a double-barrel shotgun, have the shells, a 12-gauge shotgun, and I promise you, as I told my wife, we live in an area that's wooded and somewhat secluded. I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony here or walk out, put that double-barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. I promise you, who's ever coming in is not going to... You don't need an AR-15. At this point, is Congress anything more than just a bunch of Wall Street traders? Last year, Congress Capital bought and sold nearly $290 million in stocks, $140 million in options, $124 million in other equities, and the measly $500K in crypto. And across the board, Democrats, Republicans, and independents of both the House and Senate not only beat the market, but obliterated it. When looking at individuals in Congress, Nancy Pelosi, the queen of stocks, rose to the top of the leaderboard for Democrats. Since 2019, she has seen her stock portfolio grow by 96%. But as good as she has been, she didn't even crack the top five. After making two trades netting an estimated return of over 550%, Austin Scott rose to be Congress's Trader of the Year. Dozens of others beat the SPY S&P 500 in 2021, many with, let's say, some questionable timing. The real question is this. Was all this legal? Of course this is all legal. Our great leaders in Washington would never break the rules that they're supposed to uphold. Uh, segment, our last 20-minute segment. Thank you for if you're still hanging with us here today. Uh, Want to mention a plumbing doctor, uh, my friend Ted uh, Ted Holmes, who we ran into him in the bank yesterday. I was taking my Afghan friends to get some money so they could pay their rent, and ran into Ted Holmes. We've worked together for each other for between 40 and 50 years. We were just reminiscing in the bank lobby of Tri Counties Bank, and. Uh, Ted runs the plumbing doctor. You can reach them. They will, they're in the Yuba Sutter counties. They will come 24 hours a day to solve your problem. They've come many times to my house, and I'm so happy when they're here. 530-671-9111. Again, that's 530-671-9111. They have people waiting there to help you on the line and get you someone to fix your problem. And also Greenitz Construction, He, Dave Greenitz and Ted have been working on this E Street complex where we're going to hire young people and do them training and then do work around the world with them. And so we're working on a sevenplex here and making it really cool in Marysville. So they're volunteering their time. So Greenitz Construction, you can get check his Facebook page out. I, I always am fascinated with all the cool stuff that they're doing. Uh, Dave Greenitz Construction. You can go to GreenitzConstruction.com or Dave Greenitz Construction Facebook page. Please go there and just let let the pictures do the talking. It's green with ETZ on the end, and you can check that out. If you're interested in kitchens or baths, you're going to tear your house up. You're going to go through the inconvenience of doing a teardown, build up, and uh, and you have all these wonderful hopes, and then you get a contractor in there that just can't really do the job. He doesn't know what what really quality is or he's never done it before or he he he's got drama in his life right these guys are not drunks they're not they're not addicts uh they're not tweakers these guys are professionals they get the job done they they do beautiful work 
So if you want to check it out, go to those two platforms. You can communicate from those platforms to Dave Greenitz, or you can call him or text him at 530-682-9602. That's 682-9602. And finally, Monty Hecker, who's my go-to guy when I'm looking to figure out how to keep my stuff, my stuff, and and uh, or we got security issues. And um, so Elite Universal Security, uh, he's a, a veteran, a retired, and uh, started this business in Yuba County, and now it's spread all over Northern California. So if you need security and you've got whatever you got, farm, uh, trucking business, farm, industrial business, Retail business, uh, you may have just a residence or maybe you have a rental. You need somebody to keep an eye on or property. Uh, maybe your business got damaged. You need somebody to walk over it so somebody doesn't pilfer from it. Whatever your need is, they can help you, and they, they're easy to get a hold of. Monty, always, when I call Monty, he's either answers the phone or he's back to me immediately. 530 zero two eight zero five three zero seven four nine zero two eight zero i just read an article where because of the high cost of everything many people probably like myself although i'm not in that place financially i don't have a lot of expenses but a lot of people uh they're thinking about going back to work you know they just need some money they need a, they need a couple hundred dollars a week you know so uh if you want to go back to work and in fact plumbing doctor thrifty rooter and Elite Universal Security will all hire you in their fields. So there's two plumbing groups. That if you've, you've had plumbing background and maybe uh, you don't want to do it full-time, but you'll do it for a couple of days a week, they, they're liable to take you on part-time. Elite Universal Security will take people on a guard's part-time. So if you're looking to maybe do something easy, they can train you to be a guard pretty quickly and get you out and, and take care of some business. And uh, easy work and uh, do a good service for the community and make you a little money, help you along. So Elite Universal Security, you can go on their website at EliteUniversalSecurity.com or their other website is API-Academy.com. Also, if you, if you want help with how to handle a gun, uh, they do courses on how to, how to do that. They have their own range. They can teach you how to shoot. They can help you get a concealed weapon permit if you desire a permit. They can help you how to use chemicals to spray people to protect yourself. Honestly, people, I, I just think we're in unprecedented days. And the best you need to be prepared and you need to be aware. Aware every time you go out and about. And I, I see women going in. I, going in When I go in and out of stores, there's homeless people hanging around the front. I, I get it. I, I'm, I'm comfortable with that clientele. I run with some of those people. But I think a, a, a female with a child could go in there, very intimidating, and I'd be packing. I'd, if I had a lady in my life, I'd have her packing. And I just wouldn't – I'm not into – you know, sometimes males that are on, on the prey, uh, they're on the prowl, they're, they're more likely to push on a female than they are another guy, right? And uh, it's not saying anything negative about the female. I'm just saying sometimes they, people try to take advantage. And they and so you need to throw down on these dudes, and I'm I'm just recommending Elite Universal Security could help prepare you for that. And there's a lot of other self defense classes and stuff that uh, I could uh, actually I'm thinking of one right now. Maybe I'll bring his up next time I'm talking about it. Uh, Ray Kodani uh, has a self defense class that would help. So anyway, uh, I'm going to leave that with you and let me get back. We just got about 14 minutes left. Let me get back down here. I'm talking about CDC. The lie is continuing 
from our government, the very people that should be having our back, the lie is is uh, from our, the, the Centers for Disease Control, the World Health Organization. It's another corrupt organization. The, these are not U.S. Uh, government organizations. And I'm just telling you that uh, they are ripping you off. So uh, this article is so great, and I'm not going to be able to spend, I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time. Uh, this guy says, no, most importantly, he says, no matter how many deaths are attributed to COVID-19, these death totals do not prove that the vaccine would prevent an infection, lessen a sim- single symptom, or prevent future medical error or severe illness. Their correlation lacks evidence COVID-19 vaccines cannot prevent deaths that have been that have been caused by inhumane protocols and lack of proper treatment. Dr. Liu in Yubin Sutter County delivered to our residents inhumane protocols. There were there were tried and true remedies that she through, you know, withholding information is as bad as lying. She withheld good medical information. That's called an inhumane protocol and lack of proper treatment. Giving remdesivir and putting people on a vent killed people. And, you know, it's amazing to me when killing people and prescribing improper medicine gets rewarded with $100,000. But doctors working their butts off to try to keep people out of the hospital and treating them with remdesivir, I mean with ivermectin or bedesonide or hydroxychloroquine or vitamin D or zinc or high, high levels of C, right? They get nothing for saving somebody. But you kill somebody at the Adventist hospital, you get 100 grand. Now you tell me if there's not an incentive to kill people. Now here's the other thing. The Uyghurs that are that are contained, millions of Uyghurs that are Muslims in China are being housed in concentration camps and their organs are being harvested. And they as they die in concentration camps, their families cannot visit them there. But when they die, they burn burn them and give their ashes to their family, telling them, sorry, they died. Of natural causes. What is different then sending your, your loved one to Adventist Hospital or having them at a care home. And through the improper care at a care home because they took an Ill, Ill senior and they put him in a care home with people had multiple what they call comorbidities, multiple illnesses. So you have a weakened population in care homes. They're in their 70s, 80s, 90s, right? Or they have other issues. They have cancer, whatever, diabetes. And you know that people that have those comorbidities are more, no matter what they get, they get the common cold, they get the flu, <clears throat> it's, they're more likely to knock them into the universe. And instead of giving higher levels of care to those people, they put the sick ones back in with the healthy ones. Now you tell me, are we talking about the most brightest medical people in our community? Are we talking about intently killing our older people do you know that in some care homes as soon as they injected them with those vaccines it killed them do you know i want you to think about this adventist hospital will not allow you to go in and see your loved one 
And what do you think they're going to do when they die? You say, oh, no, you can go in, Lou. No, you, let me tell you how you can go in. You have to go get a COVID test. But you have to, get the, you have to take it and then get the results. What if you have an emergency? You can't go in. They say, you have a, have you, do you have a, a fresh COVID test in your pocket? Do you have a shot card? Have you had the shot? All of these things are bad for you. The COVID test is not good for you. It's got ethylene oxide on the end of it. It's a cancer-causing chemical. Listen, people, there's nothing right about this. Someone once said there's nothing right about doing something wrong, and there's nothing wrong about doing something right. Everything at Adventist Hospital is being done wrong. They claim they're a Seventh-day Adventist Christian hospital that is spreading the love of God. That is the biggest crock of crap I've heard. I thought right out. I thought when we stepped up from right out to Adventist, we were going to go up, up to the high mountain, baby, in health. I thought, these people are communists over here. You cannot go in to see your loved one. Your loved one has a heart attack, and they're saying, well, do you have a, do you have a mask? No, I don't have a mask. Oh, here's a mask. Do you, have the, do you have your COVID test? No, I haven't had the COVID. You know, I had a COVID test last year. That isn't good enough. You, have to, you can't go in because you've got to have a COVID test. Oh, the, oh, or do you have you had the shot? No, I haven't had the shot, right? You can't go in. Your loved one dies, and what do they do? They say, oh, they die. What happened? Well, what because you weren't there, right? You couldn't go in and see. You couldn't talk to the doctor. You couldn't talk to anybody. You tell me that that's good health. I'm amazed. The health department right now is talking about having a healthy community. The most unhealthy protocols in the history that I've lived since the 1950s have been done under this health officer, Dr. Fong Lu. I have never seen a health officer. I have never seen such unhealthy. When I worked in trauma intervention for 30 years, they bent over backwards at Wright Out Hospital to provide the most high level of care, both medical and also to the family. They catered to, I, I was up in the ICU and we used to bring in 20 or 30 loved ones to say goodbye or to encourage someone to hang on. And they let them in two by two by two or one by one by one. They were caring for the whole family. What happened to that? Are you going to try to convince me? Get, I don't care. You bring every medical person in that, in that hospital. I'll go on the stage any, any, with any one of them. Any of the medical people, the nurses, the, the executives who just resigned over there, Rollins, who resigned right in the middle, and try to tell me that somehow that mask is going to save a life, that that, PC, that, that, that uh, test, PCR test, is going to save a life and that somehow keeping me out of that hospital is going to be better for that sick person. Most people, we used to like believe that relatives and loved ones could encourage someone to hang on baby. And we used to fly kids out, and we, we even kids that were unconscious, the nurses would say, go ahead and talk to him. He could probably hear you. You never know. Go ahead and tell him you're here. Blah, blah, blah. We had mom right on the bedside, mom, dad. We have excluded all that. We treat people, we treat zoo animals at better than what Adventist Health treats people. You're telling me, you people in Yuba Sutter, have you, are you on LSD? Are you smoking weed every day? Are you like alcoholics? You're believing Dr. Fong Lu that somehow putting sick elderly, they said all along, oh, the elderly are the most susceptible. Then they put sick people in there with them. 
Why didn't they just like spread disease all over the cups they drank out of? Why didn't they just go in there and inject them all and kill them? You sent them to their death, baby. California and New York set records of, of uh, rest home, care home deaths. And then they put them on remdesivir over here. These people, these, uh, I don't care. You know something? Dr. Lou got, got a $300,000 a year for killing people. And these supervisors may never hold, you know when they're going to f- find out about this? They may never be held accountable on the, on the legal end here. When they, th- some of them over there are just a couple years away from meeting Jesus. And they better come to terms with Jesus because when you have judgment day, they're going to they're gonna stand up. I don't care how many hundreds of thousands of dollars they have or how much people say, oh, we love you guys. Screw that. You're going to face somebody that sees right through your nonsense. You sent people to their grave on this COVID thing. You sent people, kids hung themselves in their closets. Kids walked in front of trains. People shot themselves. They overdosed purposely. They, they gave up on school. I've talked to kids myself. You just want to walk away with this and just say, oh, yeah, we need to move beyond it. We're not moving beyond it. If a guy, you know, I've, I know, I know people that have killed people, right? I know people have been killed, right? The district attorney, that the, there's still open cases. Hey, Sarah Easton got killed, right? It's still an open case. They're not leave. They're not going to drop it if they find who did it. I mean, we. I had a couple guys I went to high school with. I didn't know they did this, but they killed a couple sweet twelve-year-old girls out in Oliver's. And thankfully, from the evidence officers with the new DNA technology, the two evidence officers over there, Yuba County said, oh, let's go. Let's look at this case, this ancient case from the 1970s. And they busted both those guys. Right. You think you're going to walk away? Oh, well, let's just forget about COVID. Hey, screw it. I I don't know when I'm going to die. I'm going to ride your rear end at the supervisors until you drop dead. You you own it, baby. You own COVID. Dr. Lou owns COVID. These doctors that said this, these shots are safe, effective, and well-tested, I will ride their butt when they, their obituaries are in the paper. I'm, if I'm on the radio, I'm going to be talking about it, baby. I'm going to be talking about that they endorse things that kill people. I have never seen anything like this in my life. And people just go on about their life. Oh, let's go to the, let's go to the rodeo. Let's go to the fundraiser for, for say love. Let's go to the fair. Oh yeah. Isn't this so wonderful? We don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. You're just going to let everything go. And when people murder people, I don't, I, it, it sets me off. I don't like it. And if I can do something to help people bring that person to justice, or I've been talking to gals that had a gun held to their head recently, and the guy's going in Yuba County Jail. I'm not happy about that. And I, I'll do whatever I can to see him come to justice. And you think, oh, well, we're just going to let this COVID thing go. Forget about it. I'm not going to let anybody go. Or, oh, yeah, well, I'm just going to let them take away our rights. You're going to let it shut down their businesses. I don't see any of these supervisors doing anything to try to fix anything except pad their own pockets and their own reputation. They're disgusting. They're disgusting. They think all oh, the p- bad people are out there doing and living in the river. But I'm just, come on, man. When you've got the ability to, to help people, and, oh, yeah, well, we're going to build 
a education thing for $150 million. That's not making me, that's not helping us. That's making you feel like you're doing something. You're not doing anything. You ruined this community on the COVID thing, dude. I've talked to people in the school system. They said, our schools, these kids, we've lost so much of these kids. They're totally screwed up. I've talked to kids themselves. They're doing heroin. When you put them in the home, they got out doing stupid stuff because they weren't being kept busy and they just got way behind and they just started doing drugs. Thank you very much, supervisors. Oh, yeah, you're a bunch of really wonderful people. No, you suck. That's what you do. You suck. The, the health department sucks. You ignored serious illnesses and played a COVID game for over two years and sat on your little Zoom talks and jerked off. That's what you did. That's what you did. And you think, oh, you're something. And you're going to get yourself a little retirement. I'll tell you, if this, if this state goes the way of Venezuela, I hope you suffer. I hope you suffer. I don't forgive you. I don't. I hope you get what you jerked. You jerked hundreds of thousands of people right in our community. Some of the most vulnerable people. Some of my friends died over this. Addicts mentally fragile people and you just thought oh well i got it going on i'm an essential worker oh yeah you're an essential worker <laughs> yeah you're an essential worker what a total crock of crap and you try to shove that on people oh well you gotta work oh you gotta sit yeah when i walked into supervisors meeting the fraud of the chairs being 10 or 12 feet apart like covid was going to have room to get in between us you guys are such a joke I'm calling it a day. The time's up. I may be here, Lord willing. If he isn't, somebody else could pick up the baton or something. Catch you later. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world I see skies are blue And clouds of white The bright blessed day And the dark sacred night And I think to myself